Welcome to another episode of Sports Nonsense and Whiskey. It's Tuesday, May 3rd. You yes. got it. Yeah, yeah. May 3rd. Yeah, nailed it. Still getting back to normal here, okay? <laughs> Looks a little weird today. I am flying solo. Well, slightly at the table. Slightly offended by that, but go ahead. I mean, the producer's here, but my partner in crime, Caleb, the yin to my yang, or yin, yin to my yang. Uh, the guy who argues with me about everything is not here. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I think you argue with him about everything. He says some dumb shit, okay? And listen, sometimes you just got to let him. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes you got to get him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he says some outlandish stuff from time to time. But we love the guy. He is on a family trip with our former member of the band, uh, Zach. Um, Zach, you have an open invite to come back anytime, my man. Um, but they're down at Disney World, enjoying the sun and fun. And I think they did Universal today. So pretty darn cool. Um, I bet they're living it up. I definitely want to get back down there with the kids myself. Uh, the wife and I went last year for a day to Disney World, and it was a really good time. Hot. And that was in October, so I can't imagine like May, June time frame. But if it's Disney World, you just got to go do it, really. Never been. Not Disneyland either? Nothing. None of it. Nothing? None I, of it. Uh, I mean, you don't like people. Um, you're not a big fan of heat. Right. Um, yeah, you're. that's probably not a, on the top of your list of things to do. Sweet. So I made some good choices in life. Then. I think so, my okay, man. Okay, good. I think so. Um, let's see. Where do we go here? Um, I did think we talked about the movies last week. You know, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm doing a little bit of nonsense. We're waiting for our man Andy to come in. We want to talk about our trip to the NFL draft and give you guys, you know, kind of tell you a little bit about the experience. Um, so we're waiting for him to get done with his kids. In the meantime, I did. I, uh, I got to talk a little bit about Moon Knight, and I don't think you've been kept, kept catching on it, but I think we've told you about it with Oscar Isaac and. It's a little bit darker. And- uh, yeah, I know of it, but I don't know nothing about it. So it's a Marvel character. This guy gets his powers from Quan Chu, the uh, one of the Egyptian gods, and um, he can basically generate a suit that gives him strength and powers. And you can't hit him with a bullet, and he's pretty indestructible. He's a badass, basically. Hmm. Right. Gotcha. So I'm watching this show. There's uh with the Disney shows, there's only six episodes, but they're almost all an hour long. So it's like a six hour movie, basically. Okay. Not bad, right? You get to, you know, um, you get all this because um they're just with six episodes, they have so much more time to tell a story, right? So I've been watching this, I've been watching it, and I've been they've they've got it's a good story, but I have one big problem with it. Hmm. There's no damn moon night. Uh, he changes into Moon Knight like three times. Like it's ridiculous. Oh, like he's not. It's not Moon Knight is not the character of the show. So it's like if they had a Superman show and he's just Clark Kent all the time. Yeah, oh, that sounds stupid. It's it's not. It's it's bugging me. It's a good story because it actually deals with mental health a lot. Um, and it's pretty trippy the way that they're doing it. Hmm. So it's still a good story, but as a Moon Knight fan, because Moon Knight is technically Marvel's Batman. Oh, okay. Except for he has superpowers. Yeah, I was going to say he's there's that. kind of a detective. He's for justice. He beats up criminals. Like, he stops people from doing evil. Um, so 
really cool character in the Marvel universe. And they're not giving us the actual character itself. So that's uh, my big gripe with the show. Uh, you don't think they're just kind of holding it until season two to kind of pop off? Well, they haven't even guaranteed there will be a season two because he is going to show up in one of the movies. Oh, soon. okay. So, so with the Marvel shows, it's kind of like a tie-in story that they could do a season two or, hey, the next time you see the character, they'll be in one of the major movies. Hmm. It's kind of what they're doing. Gotcha. Like Loki is not showing up in another movie right now, but they have confirmed season two. So, hmm. okay. which Loki has actually been the most enjoyable of the Marvel shows. It's just not my stuff, man. Not my jam. God, I, you know, I understand. I understand. You like it a little bit more dark and gritty. Dude. Get it? Yeah. Although you me. haven't got on The Witcher yet. So, you know, whatever. Uh, Witcher was, I found it kind of boring. So that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't for This me. guy. Man. <laughs> it's not for me either, dude. Taking uh, applications for new producers. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, now. I did start watching this show, uh, which is super dark. Uh, it's called Under the Banner of Heaven. Uh, it's on uh, Amazon? Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. yeah, yeah. It's a FX show. And uh, yeah, that's that's dark. And boy, is it a good cast, man. Um, yeah, phenomenal cast. You have, uh, what's his name from Spider-Man, the second one? He was in... Facebook movie. And, what are you talking about Andrew Garfield? Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, has a uh, Andrew Garfield. Um, dude, I'm not. I can't remember any of their names right now. But uh, let me see. I think I saw a promo for that, and it did look pretty good. Let's see. Uh, oh yeah, it's based off of a book. Um, but yeah, you got to hear this cast. Dude, this cast is dope. Um, so it's got Andrew Garfield. Uh. So I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar with Daisy Edgar Jones, um, but uh, I'm not familiar with the name. Yeah. So she was actually just in this movie. Funny enough that I just watched as well called Fresh. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that. I've, I've heard of Fresh. I haven't <laughs> seen it, but I heard of it. Yeah. So that's um, basically like this girl runs into this dude that like kidnaps her that basically um, harvests human bodies to have basically kind of like his cannibal hello fresh system where he's just mailing their like body parts out across the country for anybody who wants to buy them. <laughs> uh, um, I'm not going to, I mean, dude sounds like a solid entrepreneur. Uh, the, I'm just throwing that out. He's there. got a system. He does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and he was killing it. Um, but it has Sam Worthington in it. Um, okay. He's coming back a little bit now. Yeah. He was um, out for a while out of the game. Rory Culkin. Yeah. He had cancer. Didn't he? Um, he, that might've been it. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He had, he had cancer. Um, cause he, ha he got it right after that Terminator movie. Mm. Yeah. So, so good on him. Oh, that is right. That is right. Yeah. Look at but, you pulling that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it's like super good show, dude. Super dark. And, uh, it definitely tackles some very interesting perspectives of certain religions. I'll just put it that way. Um, but I, yeah, I've been watching that watching fresh trying to finish up ozark um yeah good stuff man yeah i need to i just need to go back and watch all of ozark that's what i need to do yes yeah yeah very good stuff um this updated here hey is that beeping coming through on your headphones too 
The beeping? Yeah, yeah. The messenger? Oh, oh yes, that is. Oh, okay. I yeah. figure out how to get rid of that. Yeah, definitely coming through, but that's okay. So you were saying that show is pretty enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, huge fan. Okay. So far, I think it's, they only have like two episodes out. Um, I was also watching We Own the Night with John Bernthal. Um, that okay. seemed like pretty good, but I did. I hate it when there's only like one episode a week. You know, I want to like binge this stuff, get out of the way. But, you know, that's how they get you to stick around. That um, is, I, I I have learned I am much more of a binger. Yeah, I've gotten a couple shows that I started watching. I got interested, and then I'm like, I get tired of waiting for that next episode, and I forget about it. Yeah, that's been a bad thing for me. Sorry, just doing some admin stuff here. No, I hear you. So, you uh, hear about like how Netflix is basically crashing out? Uh, unfortunately, I am. Um, wait, be- wait, wait. Why is that unfortunate? Because I'm, uh, I'm like down 25000 in Netflix. Dude, I know for a fact I told you to sell on Netflix some time ago. Um, I think it was before they, you know, really crash out. So yeah, dude, I know. Because uh, I know, predict this stuff, homie. How it, come you don't listen? It is what it is, and uh, at this point, I'll have to just wait for it to to come back a little bit. Coming back up. I'm sorry. It'll come back up. It's gonna. It might not come back to where it was, but it will yeah, come no, back up. Not even close, dude. To go from a six, what is it, six eighty seven high? down to a one night day man that's brutal brutal yeah i didn't get it that high i got it at like 380 oh ouch but i had a lot i got a lot of shares at 380 oof so that's bad yeah gonna gonna be waiting for a little while on that one hmm. but that's okay i'm, I'm still snatch, snatching up some other ones that are, are, are low right now so. should have bought some amc dude <laughs> 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 I think they hit their their they're back down again, aren't they? Oh, who knows? Let's see. They are definitely back down. Yeah, AMC's down to fifteen. They were at a high of sixty-two. Oof. Or if you would have snagged some GameStop stock. We got GameStop early, and I think they're actually still holding on pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, let's see. Two twenty was their high point, man. Oof. That's crazy. And you could have bought in for four oh three. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty. Oh my gosh. And they, there's 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 no value to GameStop. There's of course none. not. Yeah, yeah. The company has no value. It's no, a dying model at this point. They're just they're just sitting there cleaning up, cleaning up these idiots Xbox, to keep them paid. Xbox and PlayStation are continually trying to get more people to just buy the games digitally. Yeah, of course. Like why why would you even waste the time? Now all they do is send a disc that basically is a hyperlink to go download it. Like, I mean, they don't even put the info on the disc anymore. So, I hate that you have to download the game from the disc. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I've got the disc. Why do I have to download it? Yeah. Stupid. I get tired of these games that you have. You have to have online Xbox online. Yeah. To play the game. If I don't want to go online and play anybody in Madden. I shouldn't have to get online to play my game. Truth. I should just be able to go on, start a franchise, and do my thing. Yeah. Right? It makes no sense to me that I have to have online services for it. 
It's stupid. Completely agree, my guy. But that's with a, almost every game now. You have to have that online service. It's True. ridiculous. Well, I know Andy will be joining us soon, so let's talk some some basketball real quick. And trust me, guys, it'll be real quick. Um, right now in the NBA, uh, Celtics got whooped up in game one of their series with the Bucks, And then they decided they figured out how to play tonight, and they're up over 20 points in the fourth quarter. So I bet on that game. I bet the Bucks to lose by less than 10. Probably going to lose that one. Not a good start to the night. That's what I get for, well, I'll blame it on Duran. He's the one that got me interested in, in uh, betting on the game tonight. I was just going to stick with hockey bets because our man Cody was helping us out. And, I, you know, I listened, to, I listened to Duran. I know it was a mistake. But, you know, Duran gets me excited about betting. I can't help it. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Warriors and the Grizzlies are playing tonight. That's a tough. That's going to be a tough series. Warriors are already up one. I mean, I, I think it'll be close. I think Warriors win in six. I think that's what we talked about last week. Um, John Morant's a great story. Memphis is a you know really good story. A young team. Um, they don't have all the you know older superstars on the team. They've just got John Morant and a bunch of young guys. Um, love to hear those stories, but they're they're going to be overmatched in this series. Uh, let's see. Update: Heats and Heat and 76ers will be playing tomorrow. The Heat are up one nothing. 76ers are without Embiid and Harden can't carry that team, so Harden's kind of a a bum at this point. So I'll take your word on that, Pinky. Yeah. 76ers are uh, definitely, you know, they went as far as they could right now. Heat's been playing well. So Heat was the number one seed, so this this makes sense. And then the Mavericks and the Suns. Uh, Suns are up 1-0. Um, this, if, depending on how long Devin Booker's out, this game, this series could go seven. Um, but it should be fun. Both teams usually score quite a few points. Should be a good time. And I believe that is it for basketball. Um, To be honest, I hope Booker comes back healthy. My opinion, I'd like to see the Suns get to the finals. And um, I kind of like to see them win one. I would. (laughs) The Phoenix Suns haven't really won. They've been there a couple times when Shaq was there and and, uh, Steve Nash. And uh, they've been good a couple different times, but not actually brought home a championship. It'd be cool to see them win the championship, right? Team that's never won anything. Sure. So I'm kind of rooting for the Suns, even though they did my Nuggets dirty last year, like dirty, dirty. Um, uh, let's see, a little hockey update. The uh, hockey started yesterday, and we already had some games go down. Kings beat the Oilers. Blues beat the Wild. Maple Leafs beat the Lightning. I think Cody was surprised by that. He had picked the Lightning to win that one. Um, not the series, I don't think, but I think he did pick them to win. Um, and then Hurricanes beat the Bruins 5-1. to one. That was kind of an ass-whooping. Um, what else we got today? Rangers and Penguins are tied at 3. Panthers are up 2-1 after two periods against the Capitals. And the Flames and Stars play later tonight. Also, our hometown Avs kickoff or 
well, not kick off, I guess you should say. Drop the <laughs> puck. Slap off. Slap off, face off. Drop the puck at 7.30, so they'll be coming up soon. Be good to see them play. Uh, we are expecting a championship run here. Stanley Cup, let's go. Let's make it happen. Um, are we still waiting on Andy? Apparently. Did you send him an invite to Andrew Tilton at live.com? Yeah. Definitely- Anybody wants to email and have a good conversation? That's right. Andrew Tilton at live.com. He's going to do some weird stuff. Um, just saying. <clears throat> I mean, he does like to help people in need. So if you're going through some stuff, you need somebody to talk to, he's there for you. Just hit him up on email. And... Well, before we go into draft talk, let's talk a little DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah. Was it how many games for, for PEDs? Six games. Six, huh? Uh, he did go ahead and take the punishment. No appeal on this one. Hmm. Um, was it Viagra or what, what was it? It was uh, performance-enhancing drugs of some kind. And... I, I did want to talk about this one thing with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, he was one of the players that had came out very strongly against the vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that, right? If, if you are someone who did not really want to get the vaccine for whatever the reason, that's fine, right? Um, when it's part of your job and, your te- and it matters to your teammates <laughs> and, and your money, I'm, on, I'm in the, the corner of you just get it, right? Because again, it's it affects your team. It affects everybody that you're working with, and you're working to try to reach a certain goal, which was you know the playoffs and the Super Bowl. So I mean, I don't agree, just for the record. But I, I know you and Caleb don't. It's okay. Um, I but, mean, I just look at it as if you're concerned about it, you get it. That's it. Which yeah. I which I did. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but he, we're all in. I work at home. Like I'm not around other people. I'm not in a locker room. I'm not. You know, and uh, and those people interact with a lot more people than I do on a regular basis. So there's just some other factors in place. But he was very adamantly against it. Come to find out, as as part of the performance enhancing drugs, he was also uh, injecting um, beaver <laughs> um, beaver it- tranquil tranquilizer. <laughs> tranquilizer so and i don't know what the tranquilizer does but um yeah go ahead and google that up for us <laughs> but that's my issue with it if you are against a covid vaccine but you're going to inject beaver tranquilizer into you i feel like that's a big double standard there well yeah, what's funny is i was literally just listening to uh this guy talking with joe rogan it was about the same thing, right? He's like, he's like, I have all my friends out here that come out here, you know, against the, the, <laughs> all these vaccines. And he's like, you know, I know you do heroin, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he's like, you're okay with that, <laughs> but you don't want to take this. <laughs> he's like, at least they made that other stuff in the lab. You know what I mean? It's like, that was in some dude's bathtub. And I see you shooting up every day. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that was hilarious because I'm like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that, that's the same line. That's that's a solid point. You know what I mean? But uh, let's see. What, what was I looking at here? Yeah, what are the what are the advantages of beef or tranquilizers? 
Oh, apparently that was a lie. Dozens of reporters fooled by fake DeAndre Hopkins beaver tranquilizer report. Uh, might as well throw Pinky in that one then as well, too. Hey, I just saw it. It came up on Bleach Report. Oh, I didn't report the news. <laughs> I just repeat it. Yeah. No, DeAndre Hopkins did not test positive for beaver tranquilizer. <sighs> I feel better about him already. Yeah, there you go. I, I didn't care about the PEDs, but the beef for tranquilizer. They, uh, yeah. That they, really got me. They misunderstood his tweet. His tweet said that he's tranquilizing the beavers and he meant something completely different. So, um, anyways, hmm. moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But, anyways, yeah, performance hands and I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of with that adage of, let them all get all roided up. You know what I mean? Let's just see what happens. Uh, at least in baseball. I don't know about football. The thing is, I don't think in football you need a six, eight, 400 pound person being able to have access to <laughs> performance enhancing drugs, too. You know what I mean? They're already biologically on such a different level. You know, you don't need some 400 pound dude running a 4-2, uh, like literally just killing people, blocking. So, um, and that, and that's, that's probably a good point. Yeah. Yeah. In baseball, where you don't touch anybody, yeah. What do we care if the guy's three hundred pounds and he can hit the ball six hundred feet? Like you know, the irony, man. Like let's just say, instead of trying to get strong in baseball, let's just say you were just like popped out with like Ritalin or something. You know what I mean? And your batting average was like eight hundred, but you know you don't knock a single one out of the park. I feel like that's way more beneficial than being able to crank it. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. That's my opinion. Uh, teams aren't playing small ball these days, Aaron. No, they're not generating runs. They're just trying for that big, get two guys on base and have a guy hit a three-run homer. Yeah. Um. Sometimes that strategy works. Other times it does not. Gotcha. So yeah, they need to get more teams need to get back to to small ball. At least that's what I'm hearing. I, I you know it's baseball, so I'm not really the guy to talk about that. But sure, from what I'm hearing, they need to get back into playing that way. That way, you generate runs. The more runs you generate, the more chances you have of winning. Sure, right, makes sense to me. Play good defense, generate runs, and uh, no strikeouts. That's a big. That's what that's what's causing a lot of issues. A lot of guys trying to hit that home run are striking out a lot. So it's either they hit a home run or they strike out, and they're striking out more than they're hitting home runs. So uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else in the sports world that's come up lately. NFL draft was the big one. Um, NFL schedule comes out next week. Ooh, okay. I believe uh, May 12th, I think, is the date. Uh, The first game did get announced at the draft. Well, they announced a game. Um, I'm not sure if you remember, Aaron, but Amazon Prime now has Thursday Night Football exclusively. Mm-hmm. And um, they have the, uh, I almost said San Diego, uh, Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Kansas City hmm. for week two, Thursday Night Football, starting it off right. Nice. That's going to be a killer game. Let me help all you fantasy players play them. <laughs> I don't care who you have. Play them. Uh, that'll be a good game for some points. Why is Andy taking so long? Good job, Andy. 
No, I'm trying to think of other things to talk about besides NFL, and I'm drawing a blank here. That's what Caleb's for, and he's not here to save me. Yeah, don't look at me, dude. Uh, I gave you everything I had. I mean, you tried hard. That was it. You tried hard. That, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else in the news that we could generally talk about. but uh... I mean, uh, Doctor Strange 2 comes out this weekend. It's supposed to be one of the best, and it's supposed to be a little scary. So really yeah done by sam raimi well yeah i guess that would make sense right he's going back to his roots a little bit and it's supposed to be a little bit darker and they said they actually did film it in a way so that it uh 3d would be really cool oh okay nice. they, I, I haven't seen a movie in 3d in a couple years they're offering this one in 3d uh now one thing i am looking forward to when it comes to ufc is uh seeing thug rose get out there is she fighting Saturday? I believe so. Yeah, she on the card with uh, Gaethje and uh, Oliveira. I think so. Is that UFC two seventy four? Uh, I'm not sure which one they're on. Two seventy. I don't know. All I know is I I, I like Rose. Uh, Thug Rose is fun. She's yeah. She's uh fought from Colorado, I believe. I believe that is correct too. Um, it is two, it is two seventy four. Let's see who's on the fight card: Oliveira and Gaethje. That's a rematch. Oliveira whooped him last time. Uh, Rose, yep. Rose is fighting Carla Esparza. I enjoy Rose, so um, yeah, she's a beast. I have to find a way. Michael Chandler's fighting Tony Ferguson. That should be a good fight. Shogun Rue is fighting. That's crazy. I haven't seen him fighting five, six years. <laughs> and uh, Cowboy Cerrone is fighting jo- Joe Lawson. Cowboy, huh? The Cowboy's fighting again. He's got so many fights in the UFC. It's crazy. Yeah. He's actually the favorite in this fight, believe it or not. He's a little nuts. I haven't seen him fight and be the favorite in a while. So. Well, since we're chilling, what's your opinion on last week's news? Uh, Tyson, you know, pimp slapping that dude in that seat behind him, giving him the little one, two, three, four, and five. I'm very conflicted here. Um, I, I'm just conflicted in the fact that um, Tyson's not in the wrong at all, and uh, um, I'm I'm hoping Tyson doesn't face a lot of criminal charges I, from this. I don't think he will. Um, that's my concern. Yeah. Um, I like it because at the end of the day, I'm so tired of people talking shit to other people <laughs> and, and thinking they won't get beat down. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like if you want to talk some junk to somebody, um, there's fine. There's, there's a, there's a line there. Sure. Like you can talk some crap to someone in a joking way. And then when you know that, Hey, you know what? I'm probably, I'm, I might be starting to get to that line. Mm-hmm. let me shut it down right. right and if you want to keep going from there that's when you deserve to get punched in the face right it, it, you know what man if that's what you're trying to get i have no problem give, someone giving it to you you know what i mean i think it just comes back to accountability sure like there's not enough people in this uh society right now that believe in being accountable for their actions agreed if you go mouthing off and i'm tyson's a pretty laid-back guy yeah. So I can only imagine what the, what vile 
filth was coming out of this guy's mouth to well, make him want to go pummel him. Okay, that dude was harassing Tyson from literally before they got onto the plane all the way to the point where he got to his seat. Like, that that's how long that was going on. Like, what kind of harassment, though? Like, what are we talking well, about? Well, at, at first, it was like a... Like, but I didn't read, like, the details. Yeah, yeah, So, at first, the dude was... He's just drunk, right? So, he sees Tyson, and he's, you know, one of those really annoying drunk guys. Oh, hey, hey, you know, like, wanting to talk to him and take pictures. And Tyson even accommodated. He took pictures with the dude, right? And then he just wouldn't stop talking to him, right? And then he got over there. And then finally got to a point where Tyson legit just, like, ignored him. So then the guy, of course, acting like a child is just doing whatever he can to get Tyson's attention. And then he happened to be seated right behind Tyson in first class. <laughs> so um, so anyways, he's still there and he's still talking. And then he's talking to his friend literally across the aisle about Tyson while Tyson's still sitting there. And then the last straw was he threw his plastic cup and hit Tyson in the back of the head with it. Uh, and that's when Tyson was like, okay, <laughs> you're going to be sleeping through this flight. <laughs> Go time. Yeah. And he turned around and he just, he laid into it and it wasn't even the worst. Like he was, it was like, really, he was, it was pulled punches. You know what I mean? Like he was not trying to kill the dude because he could have killed that dude if he wanted. Like I was like 150 pounds. All right. And, uh, but now you can just tell Tyson was just there like, shut up, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, and then turned around and sat back down. That was it. No big deal. I mean, the guy was there, left bloodied. And <laughs> I think most of the flight attendants were on Tyson's side on this one, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy hasn't pressed charges. Um, matter of fact, he had a ton of pending charges already. So he had, like, warrants out for his arrest and everything, the guy who was annoying Tyson. So, um, uh yeah, I don't think, I don't think Tyson's going to face anything for it because even if it got to that point, you could sit there and say that the guy committed, you know, assault by throwing the cup at him. And it has nothing to do with who the person is, right? Matter of fact, if I was on a jury, that's what makes you even more stupid, right? Why why you why you annoying Mike Tyson? You got what you deserved. And um, but uh anyways. Which which Tyson is, I mean, by all accounts at this point in his life, a pretty laid back dude. Yeah, he's very laid back. Yeah, he's he's got he doesn't, he doesn't have that anger anymore. No, uh -uh. Yep. Which is, I think, once he lost that anger is what, like, caused his decline as a fighter. Well, sure. Well, that and, you know, getting old. I mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're 55, you're not the same fighter you were when you were 22. So, uh, yeah, there's always going to be that. And um, you've been keeping up on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial? No, I, I know a lot of people are just enthralled by oh, that. Oh, man, that is. I know it's just, it's just crap. That is the best reality TV I've ever seen. Like watching that, it's just, it's awesome, absolutely awesome. I want the I want the DVD, I want the Blu-ray collection set when it's done, dude. Like, <laughs> so when they when they release this as like an FX story, you're gonna be all on it. Uh, oh well, I don't know. It's not gonna be as good as this real real thing, dude. Like hearing some of these testimonies and hearing people talk. Johnny Depp is freaking hilarious, dude. And he's been just yeah, yeah. He at least kind of watched. Um, with the psychologist uh, going at it with uh, Amber Heard's attorney. That was just so funny. Um, and Amber Heard's attorneys have to be the dumbest group of individuals I've ever seen pass a bar exam, dude. It is absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. And look who we just got in. Look at that. See, you're welcome. I killed about five minutes of time. Got Andrew in here. Let's get him on in. So with uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, you know, just discussing that for a sec. Yeah. Welcome, Andy. What's um, up, guys? We were filling up dead air. So, um, 
I, I mean, from the beginning, it just sounded like a woman scorn. <laughs> yeah, pretty going much. like way over the top of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely went over the top. Like, dude, she dropped the deuce on his side of the bed. Yeah, Andy's dated women like that, so he knows. <laughs> gotcha. It was a power play. <laughs> I do love assert, assert dominance. <laughs> Oh man, Pinky's wording has definitely got to get us uh, trouble with uh, the cancel culture saying women. <laughs> but yeah, Amber Heard, Pink's right. She is nuts. The whole taking a deuce thing is just madness. I. The funniest thing is, when does that come across your mind? Like I've never been so mad. Like if someone cut me off when I was driving and be like, you know what? I'm gonna go to their house. I'm gonna take a poop in their bed, and they'll know it's me. Right. Like, I just, I don't know why that wrath would come to mind. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure when I would ever want to yeah, That's not me. shit man. on the bed. <laughs> that's not me. Especially because I got to sleep in that same maybe, bed. You maybe know we I mean? should ask Odell. Yeah. Or was she trying to say it's a metaphor? She was saying he was shitty in bed. Oh. Maybe there's a deeper side to Amber Heard that we're missing. Dude, one of the funniest things is um, when, oh, I don't even know who, who said it. But they were talking to to Johnny Depp, and they were like, "Well, um, they were talking about like his size comparison between him and Amber Heard." He's like, "Well, you're uh, you're drastically bigger than Amber Heard, aren't you?" And he's like, "I don't know if I'd say that." And then the camera pans into Amber Heard, and she looks at him like, "What?" Like, <laughs> like, like that was his way because he kind of snickered. It was, dude, it's so funny because you know that was his way of like <laughs> saying that she's fat. You know. What I mean? <laughs> Well, Johnny Depp's not a big guy, right? No, yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's, small. Bigger, he's bigger now than he has been in the past. But yeah, in the past, he's okay. a pretty small dude. Yeah, okay. but anyway, just you have to see Amber Heard's reaction when she when he says <laughs> it, it, like he he got exactly the reaction he was looking for, and the fact that all of this is happening in a court setting is what makes it so amazing. That that is that is the the best. Like I don't know if you guys ever saw that Rick and Morty. Um, sketch like about that uh, court case. Did you guys ever see that? Oh, I've seen all of Rick and Morty, but I can't remember off the top of my head. It wasn't actually Rick and Morty, it was the guys who did Rick and Morty, but they did an animated like um, court like segment from an actual transcript about this judge like laying into like, okay, you just have to see it. And and then you're talking about, but it is hilarious because you're like, this was actually in court. Like this judge like goes off on this dude. I'm like, it was, yeah, it was, it's hilarious. I'm going to send that to you guys after we're done. Cause it's definitely not for this podcast, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, but anyways, without further ado, I'd love for you guys to chat it up about your trip to uh, NFL draft. Cause uh, I'm pretty curious about it myself. <laughs> well, where do you want to start pinky? You want to, I mean, we can just go day by day, my man. <laughs> You just give them the whole play-by-play. When you guys talk about how great it was flying there, huh? Oh, that was that story. I'll, I'll tell the start of it, and then Pinky can finish the first part. But uh, Pinky didn't tell me that when you're going through security, I don't fly much. So I never knew that there is called a VIP pat-down. I did not know that that was an option. <laughs> so if you come in, you can put those hand warmers, you put it on your hands, and put it in your crotch, and that will make it so they go to check you for a quote unquote large concealed weapon. It was very clever. I mean, Pinky did it and it was pretty awesome. So when we walked in, the truth of it is Pinky did get flagged for having a hot crotch. This is not a joke. 
the scanners picked up his <laughs> nether regions, whatever you want to say here. And when we're going there, it's just hysterical because I'm like, ha, I was smart. I didn't wear a belt. I got easy slide off shoes. This is going to be great. And then I turn around and Pinky's literally got like his hands behind his head and he's just chilling there. And it's one of those moments like, oh, fuck, this looks like a shooting squad. Like they're getting ready to take Pinky out. And then he, then a guy gets on his knees in front of him. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, and Pinky's just like got that awkward smile of like, I can't enjoy this, but oh, my God. And it was one of those weird moments where uh, Pinky and I are close. But when another man is feeling up your friend and he's eye locked with you and he's just got you dead set in the eyes as another man's touching him. I don't know if that's cheating, but it felt like it, Aaron. It felt like I was getting cheated on right in front of me. I wish he was lying. <laughs> I really wish this wasn't true. Dude, this yeah, is, so this we go through it. Of course, it's awkward as hell. So I'm joking with Pinky, making off-colored remarks, and I'm just like, Pinky, you're a married he's man. Be thankful he's for making the, the women, He's making all the women blush. Yeah, what so the people doing. around us start like it was. It ended up being a good time. But I'm like, the funniest thing is when you see two guys like us, we're out of shape, we're nerds. It's like they're a threat to the vending machine, but not the stairs. Like there's no threat here. Like it is just hysterical. So we got flagged. <clears throat> And then he, <laughs> I actually on the screen it showed my crotch in red, and I was just wearing basketball shorts. Dude, they don't know how excited you get when it comes to the draft, man. <laughs> I was very excited about going to Vegas. Okay, <laughs> uh, real quick on a side note because I have a, a funny similar story to that, but it wasn't me. All right, this one actually, this one, this one could have got bad. All right, so I, I decided to take my brother to Vegas. I don't know what it is about going to Vegas, man. <laughs> Boy, are they are they on high alert? So I think I don't know if this was two years ago. I think this was two years ago. But anyways, take my brother. Right? The first time he's ever um, I don't know if it's the first time flying. I think it was too. It's first time flying, right? So he goes through, he gets scanned and everything, and uh, they're like, uh, "Excuse me, sir, can we talk to you?" So you know they kind of tell him to go back over there. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, um, can you come with us? <laughs> I'm like sitting there and I'm like, uh, where, are they, where are they taking my brother? <laughs> so they kind of like walk him off to the side, right? And I see them start swabbing his hands. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, that's a little, little weird. And uh, they're like, yeah, just wait here. And uh, like, then there's like three security guards right around just like standing there chilling. And I'm like, looking at my brother. My brother's kind of like looking at me like, is this normal? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but anyway so they're sitting there waiting and we're kind of like there and you know talking and i'm like uh everything all good or you know well, what's up and uh they're like yeah we just had to to run a couple of other tests um he came back positive for explosive residue <laughs> and i'm like uh i'm like what I'm like yeah and they're like, okay. And my brother's kind of like looking at me and I'm like looking at him. I'm like, you did it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm on the plane with you, dude. Come on, man. <laughs> so, uh, so anyways, they sit there and they come back and they do some additional tests and whatever. And then finally they're like, okay, you can go. But I'm like, 
how is it your first time getting on a plane you test positive <laughs> for explosive residue? And then my thought process is like, you know, because he does paint a lot of miniatures. So I wondered if he had like a bunch of like the chemicals and stuff like that. Uh, on his okay, from like primers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, anyways, I thought it was hilarious. I was like, man, I'm like, I'm telling you right now, if they throw you in jail, I'm getting on that plane. Like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I ain't waiting. You can catch the next one, dude. But, You're like, I met brother as in close friend, guys. I'm not related to this guy. We're good. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not getting this association, dude. Like, I'm bouncing. But anyways, that's, that's kind of funny. Not a hot crotch, but, you know, definitely an explosive, <laughs> apparently. So. Oh, you piqued my interest. What miniatures does he paint? Like Warhammer oh. 40K? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Dude, he's, <laughs> he's pretty good, man. Andy's collection of that is disgusting. Really? Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah, I used to play that. My buddy Walter and I got into it hardcore. I made a bet that if he played sports, because he never played sports in his life, uh-huh. I would try Warhammer and uh, D&D. Oh, nice. And we did. So he played all of it. Walter was awesome. Played a game of basketball, baseball, football, did everything. So I was like, sweet. Well, uh, I'm down. I'll do it. So I played a campaign of D&D. That was interesting. Definitely a different experience. And then yeah. Warhammer was actually fun. Yeah. Don't unfool you. He loved it. <laughs> it wasn't the kind of role playing he thought it was. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it a bunch of guys. I knew what I was getting into. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but anyways, all right, cool. So flight went great. Um, I mean, three hours later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I remember getting the update. Still haven't left. Still haven't left. Still haven't left. I'm like, all like right. we were super excited when we were like finally like what. So basically, what happened was. Springs being a small airport, a lot of the flights will come from Denver down to the Springs and then then head to Vegas. Well, a flight was heading from California to Denver, and I guess it was really bad weather in Denver that day, and that flight got rerouted to the Springs. So the flight was supposed to drop those people off from California and Denver and then come down to the Springs, and then we'd pick it up and head to, to Vegas. That flight never left the Springs. Like, it was still on the tarmac. They had boarded it, and they were still on the tarmac when we left. I don't know where the plane came from that came and got us, but thank God it did. Because this old guy who used to work for the airlines was constantly at the board or at the desk asking the lady questions. And he was just like, I don't think we're going anywhere, fellas. I was like, don't tell us that. (laughs) Man, I would have been pissed. I'm like, just take me to Springs and I'll drive the 40 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, get me out of here. I would have been so mad. So we were, uh, I think we got into Vegas about 11 o'clock, I think, ish, around that time frame. Checked into the hotel. Yeah. We stayed at the Mirage, uh, which worked out great because it was right across from the link, which the the draft was behind the link. Um, we kind of did the Vegas thing. We just had some whiskey. Got ready for the the night, and I remembered you said Wahlburgers was a good burger. Oh, so we were like, I looked it up on the map. It said it was, you know, not too far away. Um, unfortunately, when you get out onto the strip on Google, Google can do some fucked up things to you. <laughs> so it told it basically told us to walk up. And around and down like the back side, when all we really needed to do was walk like three blocks south. I told you it was across the street from the Bellagio. I, I didn't remember that part of that <laughs> story. I remembered you said Wahlburgers and it was really good. 
<laughs> like I focused on the important things, Aaron. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so we end up taking this very leisurely stroll around the backside of these alleys and construction. And we actually ended up on where the draft was. We like walked by where the actual draft setup was. So that was cool, at least knowing where it was. Um, we get there maybe like we left at like midnight and we got there at like one o'clock when it should have only taken us like 15 minutes. Wait, they're open that late? They're open at two. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Open till two. That's dope. So by the time we get there, we'd already walked a lot of steps. We were both sweating and like, <laughs> I really need a burger. And after that, that's the best burger I've ever had. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, dude. It was it was you know, solid. Again, I I've never met a burger I didn't like. That's me. I have. Now the one if you want to get me, you just make sure the cheese is melted. Hmm. If the cheese is melted, I'm in. You got me. And this it was completely melted over the burger and it was it was fantastic. And the fries were just really good. Yeah. That could be yeah. the 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 long walk that we took but either way it was good just made it that much better for you yeah yeah we hit twelve thousand steps by the time we got there <laughs> yeah it was it was definitely worth it good recommendation that was good absolutely and we took a stroll back by the bellagio looked at the draft they had a draft that's where the red carpet was they had the draft set up there for the red carpet bellagio is trash and overrated just an fyi don't ever waste your money staying there I have not stayed there. Yeah. <clears throat> Place pissed me off. <laughs> Duly noted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would ever stay there because of the price. That'd be the, the main reason. Yeah. Uh, I like to I like to go a little bit cheaper on the hotels and have a little bit more money while I'm there. I hear that. So that was uh night one into into day two. Let me tell you this though. Um this is kind of weird, but I've shared a room with a couple of my best friends in the last year that I had not done so before. So I had shared a, a room with Sam and uh, we went to a Broncos game. We stayed over in a hotel overnight and did male wolf and all that. Right. Um, and I learned he's a really early riser. Doesn't matter how much we drink. Doesn't matter how much we party the next day. He will be up at 6 AM and he don't give a damn. He's just like, I'm up and I'm going to start banging stuff around and I'm going to start getting myself ready. And if I wake you up, so be it. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. And then uh, Aaron and I shared a room last year in November in Dallas. Mm -hmm. um, I think we both drank enough and we were tired enough that we slept pretty good. Yeah, that was good. You're you're a good roommate, Aaron. Thanks. Appreciate that about you. Yeah. Um, your brother is as well. He was stone cold. Um he was snoring something fierce when I woke up. Yeah, I think Andy knows where I'm going with this. So we get, we're going to sleep about 3 a.m. I'm laying in bed, and I'm a light sleeper. At 8 a.m., like 8 a.m. on the dot, I hear someone scream. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I hear it again. And then, like five minutes later, I get chub-a-dub-a-dub-dub. What? Or it might have been rub a dub dub dub. I don't know. Yeah. He's like, it's another Rick and Morty. Yeah. The Rick and Morty thing. And then I start getting Kill Bill fucking ringtones. And it's his phone has just been going off for like literally like 20 minutes. And at this point, I was just like, I'm up. I'm getting in the shower. And I, I get back out of the shower and I'm like, hey, bro, let's turn off that phone at night. Okay. 
Yeah, those are my kids' is, uh, text notifications and Amy's. So every all seven have their own like notification thing. And then since I'm always like I don't go anywhere, like I don't leave, I don't get, I don't do that stuff. So this first time out, everybody's acting like it's normal. Like, oh, I woke up. Let me tell Dad what's going on. Dad will help with this. Dad will do this. So yeah, it, it blew up. I woke up to like 15 texts because most every day I wake up at 6 a.m. So I get to sleep in until seven some days, but every day is mostly 6 a.m. So I'm up. Everybody knows something goes on no matter what time it is. Go to dad. So, yeah, that was funny. That cracked me up. <laughs> so I was trying to do better about that the next days. I you did it. very well after that. Okay. I need to know who, who's text tone or whatever is the screaming like. Oh, that's the uh, Caitlin's is the one. It's uh, Margot Roby from uh, what is it? Uh, the girl. Oh, God, I can't believe it. Uh, well, Harley Wolf? Quinn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, hee hee, I'm kidding. And he does it. And then it's like a loud like screech. Yep. And then uh Nathan's is the rub a dub dub. Amy's is the kill bill whistle. And then let's see. Yeah, after two kill bills, I was uh, I was done. I was like, I'm yeah. up. I'm up. <laughs> then Alea's is from Family Guy, where it's like, How much did you pay for that mustache? $2.99. Ah and that's when he screams when Stewie <laughs> kills Brian. So yeah. That that might have happened as well. That might have jumped in there. <laughs> there was just multiple sounds. Yeah. I was angry. I was like, I've only had five hours of sleep. Yeah, we we didn't sleep much the whole time. There was a lot of stuff going on, but it was good. It was good. We did Vegas so, right. So we got up, decided to go down to the pool. It is still a little cold in the morning to jump in the water. Let Dude, me tell you, it's a desert, bro. It's cold. Yeah, that's what happens in deserts. <laughs> And I, I guess I, I forgot that Andy is a polar bear because he jumps in the water and he's like, this is perfect, Pinky. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, my nipples are hard enough to cut glass, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. like everybody, like this is fun. We played this game. We just got in the middle of the pool and there's pretty good, gorgeous women everywhere. So we're, we're watching. We're kind of, you know, taking, taking the eye of the land, right? We just played this game of like, okay, this person looks like they're getting in the pool. Let's see how long they last. And it was like they'd come. One lady like literally dipped a toe and she was done. <laughs> and that was day one. It gets worse. But uh, we got to hang out at the pool for a little while. And then uh, we ended up getting a, a tour of Raiders Stadium. Yes. Talk about that, Andy. Oh, Allegiant Stadium was ridiculous. That place is gorgeous. The funny thing, of course, it doesn't set in. Until, you know, we're taking the Uber over and we step out and I, we, of course, we finally realize what a dick statement it is for Pinky to be wearing a Broncos jersey and me to be wearing a Chiefs jersey as we're going to like the secret underground parts of the Raider home nation. <laughs> we're sitting there supporting our teams. The fans were fine. We were Let the bug. Let shout out real quick, Andy. What's up? He yeah. says secret parts of the stadium. He is not kidding. There's some cool there are, if you do not do the tour... There are parts of that stadium you will never, ever be rich enough to see. Hmm. Yeah. Just, wow. yeah, we got to go to the owner's box. Uh, we got to go on the Raiders Shield. I mean, it was insane. We got to go in the locker rooms. It was it was nuts. We had to go all over it. And, of course, the fans were giving us junk. But then after they realized we're not douches, they're like, they're laughing and joking. They're like, oh, let's take a picture. The AFC West is together. So <laughs> it was it was pretty fun gorgeous stadium just ridiculously nice uh one thing they did that i've never seen any other stadium do 
they have like a little memorial for their Raiderettes, the cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. They have their own locker rooms and they're nice. Like it's legit. You know, it's not like pay 25 cents and you can look in. Like your locker room is crazy, crazy good. Or isn't like the commander is where they have to stay with other people. (laughs) (laughs) It's only when they get auctioned off. Yeah, exactly. Kitty's (laughs) night was a bad idea. That went wrong. Eyes wide shut room. So the stadium is massive itself. Yeah. Uh, they have bars everywhere. And I'm not talking like just little bars, like gigantic bars. Like all the open space at Cowboy Stadium yeah. that they had, like they had Ford trucks and, and a fountain and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Raider Stadium has bars. <laughs> Oval, gigantic bars. Like I can't imagine anybody leaving that place not spending a hundred bucks on drinks. Right. Easy. Accidentally get drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like crazy. <laughs> um, so one of the cool parts that they took us to, and the tour guide was actually awesome. He did fun yeah. at us on a regular basis. Um, but <clears throat> you go to what's called the champions lounge. And this is what you, it's an escalator that takes you down there. And the escalator is gigantic. The room is massive the bar is massive the full kitchen for the head chef is right there is massive right this is a this is a very luxurious area they actually said they allow 500 people in there on game day but they're typically vips from the different casinos Hmm. all marble marble white floor just gorgeous. I mean, the whole thing is, and it's spotless clean. So when you're walking around like the Broncos and Chief Stadium, it's old. You see the cement like chipped, and people have like peed on every part of it. Nope, this is just flat gorgeous. It was insane. Peanut shells, popcorn, Coke stains, like none of that at Raider Stadium. It's gorgeous. Um, yeah. There is a Twitch lounge, yeah. and that is available to the public. Twitch lounge, huh? Yep, sponsored by Twitch, the hmm. official sponsor of the lounge um if you get to the owners or not the owners but the suite level mm-hmm. on the suite level um they had some really cool artwork on uh, each yeah. one of the suites has an, a piece of art i posted on facebook they're gorgeous pieces of art everywhere and every three to four rooms there's a casamigos uh bar set up i'm assuming if you just want to go out there and get a drink you can versus get you know whatever's in the room but the owner's box is on a whole nother level like somehow i gotta find a way to be mark davis's friend like his so he's got his suite right he's got a nice um leather white leather couch with tvs above it he's got a nice area for food he's got a nice table in the middle and then there are actual seats he's got about it's about three rows of seats, Andy. Yeah, in front of it, so you can watch the game. Yeah, just nuts. The seats are all like leather, awesome. All three rows are carpeted. Yeah, it's the... like actual carpet. It's crazy. Yep. And they're different colored seats too. So anytime you look in the stadium, you can always tell. They where are, their they seats are the are. only seats that are white and black. Oh, interesting. Everything else is black or gray. Oh, and all you have to do is like show him how bad you cut hair, and he'll probably invite you over. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't cut hair, but don't eat it. 
<laughs> my uh so we we did that um we did go, get to go out on the field yeah um that's a whole different level like when you can go out on the field now mind you and the the tour guide make sure to tell us the turf we're standing on is not the actual playing surface so the raiders do the same thing that the cardinals do they have grass outside that they move into the stadium on game day so because you're actually on game day they'll play on actual grass mm -hmm. but there's a turf that's on the field for tours and you know things like this events stuff like that um but when you're down there and you can just see like uh andy uh, was talking about like he took a we took a picture of him with him like crossing the goal line and you just look at the space between like the one yard line and the goal line yeah and how small that is like that is amazing like you don't really i don't think you realize on tv how small of a distance that one yard is it's pretty crazy yeah and imagining 11 defenders right in front of it it that was right that was fun to it was impressive to be out there just crazy cool yeah we got the locker room really nice the the raiderette locker room they do have like a raiderette like hall of fame yeah and kind of like a history time capsule thing in there that's just cool um and then uh the press the press room it's pretty nice and um the torch uh, which was not lit, even though they say it's lit all the time. It, it wasn't lit. Um, has a bar around the torch. Like, that's one of the things about the torch. It has a bar around it. Hmm. One of the coolest things about the torch and the bar is if you look, and I would imagine in a night game, this is fantastic. Yeah. You can see the entire strip from that view. It's great. It's crazy. It's such a cool place. So if anybody's in Vegas sometime, you're chilling with your boys, I definitely recommend getting a tour of the stadium. I would probably tell you, go ahead and get the $50 tour yeah. instead of the $80 tour. The $80 tour, you get a drink and you get to hang out at the torch. It's just a drink. Technically, you can go hang out there. For, I, I think you can hang out afterwards and buy your own drink for less than $30. I'm just saying. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Learned my lesson the hard way on that one, but everybody bought the drink package. So, yeah. but they never check either. They didn't check <clears> if you <throat> had the drink package or not. They just gave you a yeah. chip. So, that was a good time at the stadium. That leads us into Thursday night, night one of the draft, Andy. What did we go do, buddy? We got lucky. Pinky uh, signs up for the ESPN Splash Bash uh, pool party. Can't get in the pool. But uh, that's just because NFL fans are notorious for being uh, out of shape and overweight. So they didn't want to show that on TV. I heard soccer fans they actually get to go in the pool, which is kind of messed up. But yeah. we were not selected it, to be the hot chicks dancing in front of the camera. It still might have been a little cold in the pool by the time <laughs> the sun went down. I'm just saying. But I would have yeah. I'd like, I would have liked to have had an option. <laughs> but it was have, awesome. They had lifeguards at the pool. No. That literally sat in their seat, did not move for like three hours. Nice. And just like literally like if somebody jumps in the pool, I don't know what we're going to do. But they stood there and watched the draft for like three hours. I think it was more where they were there to like, you know, scoop out drunks that fall in. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, it was more body retrieval. <laughs> <laughs> 
Andy says I was close a couple times. Yeah, see? But, see? Yeah. They knew. Well, he just, yeah, he was he was actually good with the water. It was it was just two times he randomly just looked like he was going to eat shit. Like, it was just <laughs> randomly like, oh, he's fading. <clears throat> but I had, we had a blast, but it was, they gave free NFL draft shirts. They gave us a free spice oh, rub, which is foreshadowing, because that comes yeah. back later. We'll talk about <laughs> spice rub later. Um, I gave my shirt, um, I put pinky on the back of my ESP <clears throat> shirt that they gave me. Uh-huh. And I gave it to my son, and he was super happy to wear that to school Monday. Nice. Like he wore it and had it had it where he was wearing it proud. <clears throat> so I made that made me feel good as a dad. Like he was like, Hell "Thanks, yeah. dad. That's awesome." Yeah, I gave mine to Amy. It looked good on her. I was like, "Heck yeah!" So that was that was awesome. And I never had Trulies. I've never really gotten into the seltzer market. But Pinky's big thing was we have to get white girl wasted. So the whole time he just kept saying that when we're in line. So. We went deep in <laughs> Trulies. But the depressing thing about Trulies is as big as we are, oh, my God, we may have put down like 16, 18 loaves. <laughs> it was just like. I know uh, I I know I was at, at least 15 myself. Yeah. It was, it was hysterical because it's a long period. I mean, we're there for like three and a half, four hours. But it was <clears throat> it was a blast. They had all kinds of raffles. They had good food. Um, <clears throat> I'm not a big sweets guy, but they had these amazing cake pops. Cake pops were good. Those were pretty ridiculous. So, I mean, it was the whole time all drinks are are free, and so is the food. So they just had all these, like, little mini bars set up, and whatever you asked for, they just gave it to you. Yeah. So you could tell, like. Tag teamed. He went to the bar and got two. I went to the bar and got two. And then, no, we were at 15. You could tell ESPN was like, get them drunk. We need this to be exciting. There was a DJ. She was saying stuff, but I missed most of it. So the DJ played before the draft. They played the draft for maybe the 15 or 20 picks. And that at that point, the party was kind of dead because they were playing draft coverage. And then the DJ came back on. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's when the party got going again. Um, we met some really cool people out there, um, which was fun. Um, there was a Steelers fan. I felt bad because I kind of shit on him um he he was he was sitting there talking about um you know Steelers and uh his main thing was just he wanted the Steelers to draft who the team wanted I guess as his thing and I was like bro you just drafted Kenny Pickett you know what Kenny Pickett looks like he looks like Mitch Trubisky you know what Mitch Trubisky looks like he looks like Mason Rudolph but better (laughs) Like they didn't like they have three quarterbacks on their roster now that all are kind of similar, and Mitch is better than all of them. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I, and I really felt bad for the kid because I was just like that. That just may, that would be disheartening to me as a fan. Like, I drafted a guy that's not better than the guy I currently have, and the guy I have now is not really that good. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I don't have to suffer through that part as a Cowboys fan. It's everything after the draft is what more pisses me off. So, so we got um, we got back from the pool. They finally kicked us out at some point. I don't remember, but that's what I was told that we got kicked out. Thankfully, Andy can't handle fifteen Trulies and Coronas, and a bunch of food. Because he got completely full and stopped drinking. And thank God for that. 
I don't remember getting back to the room. <laughs> Peaky's a lot stronger than I am. Yeah, I just felt full. I haven't drank anything like that. I don't know if it's the carbonation, but oh my God, I just got to that point where I was like, I can't drink anymore. I am not getting drunk and I just feel bloated. I know so. what happened. <laughs> At some point, this random dude showed up with shots of vodka. Oh, yeah. And he puts them on the table. And every, we're at this point, the Steelers fan was a Steelers fan, a Vikings fan, yep. and a Bears fan. And they had left. But that's who we were hanging out with for at least the first 20 picks. They left. And then, like, a group of four Cardinals fans came to hang out with us. Cool people that I remember. Yep. Um, and... The, the vodka shots show up and they're like, these are yours, big guy. <laughs> and I just like, okay. I just <laughs> shoot them down. And I think that's what did me in. I'm pretty yeah. sure. That, that could have been it. Vodka's always a time bomb, dude. You're like 15 minutes from when you date that shot, things are going to get bad. And, uh, and you're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know what I mean? And sure enough, right at that 15 minute mark, you're like, oh, I punched this yeah. ticket and I'm in trouble. <laughs> They were cool people. It's two brothers and their sister, and they kept joking. They liked her the most. But the sister, the funniest part for me was she was definitely putting on the moves for Pink. Right. It was so funny because my knee started hurting, so I actually had to sit down for a little bit. So I just crashed out, sat down for a little bit, chilling, enjoying it. It was awesome. And then I get back, and I come over, and every time Pinky's trying to take a picture, this girl's just, like, sneaking next to him. It's because she was in the airport, and she heard about hot crotch, and they're like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, it goes around in Vegas. You said you got hot crotch. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, was, and Pinky was a good man. Didn't give her any attention. You know, he's just doing the drunk thing, like, like pushing her away and things. It was like she felt rejected, but at the same point in time, it was for good, good point, good mm. reasons. But it was, it was a trip. So Pinky had some videos where it's like randomly, like, hey, taking a picture, and then you just hear like trying to dance in with him. I was like, this is awesome. So we had a good time, but he stayed faithful. Hannah, you're safe. But um, uh, yeah. She doesn't listen to Andy. It's fine. (laughs) She promotes the show and she talks about it on Facebook, but she doesn't listen to it. So we're good. That's all right. Can't, you can only ask for so much from your wife. (laughs) I knew you got me home safe. Oh yeah. Oh, peak was fine. We were power walking though. Like I felt, I had never felt so like fat in my life. We're walking and there's like this little old couple, you know, this is again, you know, like midnight, 1 a.m. They're like probably 15 feet in front of us. They're having this beautiful moment. They're holding each other. They're both shorter people, probably in their 80s, fragile. Mm-hmm. And they're just looking up at just like how beautiful the strip is. And just it's one of those moments like, wow, I know there's a God. Everything is beautiful. <laughs> and then they look to their right and they see Pinky and I like power walking when we've been drinking as much. And you just see them like, shit, it's over. Godzilla. Godzilla. Just like, you just see this sheer look of terror in their face. And I was like, I failed. I'm I'm not pretty. This has gone bad. Like the toughest moments where you're like, I, I didn't look wake, over and see. I didn't wake up with any bruises. Uh-uh, no. How we got to the room. But yeah. Yeah. That was the end of it. That's just the juxtaposition of life, my guy. They're like, oh, look at this. You're so beautiful. And they see that. Like, what is this abomination? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like with the kids walk in when you're having sex. They're just like, (gasps) like, it was like that look where you're just like, it's not that bad. All right. I can control my love handles. All right. They're not just swinging out hitting people. It's horrible. (laughs) Got made to be a victim or a predator. (laughs) 
So, so that was day one of the draft. <laughs> we got up day two. Andy and I are both guys that like water. We're both pool guys, right? Yeah. So we're like, hey, let's go down to the pool. It is windy and it is cold <laughs> as hell on Friday morning. I kid you not. We we get in the water. There's nobody else in the water. It's just me and Andy. <laughs> we have a good 30-minute conversation. Just me and him. Like, like the lifeguards are literally using towels as blankets. That's how cold it is <laughs> at this moment. That's I'm hilarious. in the water just like, I can't understand how polar bear likes this, but he does. And we're hanging out. Like, I, you know, he's like, Pinky, you can go get a hot tub if you want. And I'm like, I mean, either I'm going to be lame in the hot tub or I'm going to struggle this through this with my man, my buddy. And uh, so we just, you know, we had some good talks about life, just hanging in the cold ass water. <laughs> like, no, nobody was even trying to get in the water this day. Like, they weren't doing that whole, like, let me dip my toe and let's see how it feels. No, they were like, no, we're not getting in. We spent at least, I would say we spent a good 30, 45 minutes in the cold water yeah. before we went to the hot tub. Um, what did we do Friday? We did that. Oh, we went to Guy Fieri. Guy and uh, How was that? That was delicious, man. We got a Kobe beef burger. Mm, very good. Um, and their fries were like a mixture of crinkle fries and then like potato skin fries. Mm. Potato skin fries were heavenly. Yeah. They were having like I'm so hungry um, right now. They were so good. Um, they had a Bloody Mary that was amazing. They had like sure. it has like almost a meal in it. So I will say Sausage the over. the presentation of the Bloody Mary was awesome. Yeah, had a big ass celery stick, gigantic pieces of bacon, looked really good. It was salty as hell. Andy, let me taste it. I've uh, been drinking V8 mm -hmm. a lot lately in the morning. So I've gotten used to it now to where I don't hate it. I was like, oh, I'll try a Bloody Mary. That thing was salty as hell. Oh, my God, that thing was salty. I would never recommend that. Whatever that was you got, Andy, I'd be like, can I get that without the salt? Yeah. It was, it was the Guy Fieri's uh, world-famous barbecue uh, Bloody Mary. And then after that, I had the uh, margarita, and that was pretty good. Both of them were very smooth. But Pink's right. There is a lot of salt. But sometimes Bloody Marys, they do that. They go a little too much. I just don't like salt in my drinks. I don't like, I don't like margarita with salt. I don't, like, I don't like anything with salt. My drinks need to be sweet. So we did that. And then we decided, hey, let's go down to the draft. We'll walk around the draft. Because they've got stuff that you can do and check out. <laughs> they got the NFL shop. And um, we were like, let's go do that. And that was fun. Um, we did spin the wheel at Caesars. I won glasses. Andy won a gift card. What a dick. Um, the glasses Harmony loves because it's like the ones that CB, uh, JB Smooth wears on the Caesars commercials. Uh, okay. He's got those little glasses, the gold glasses with like the leaves in front. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got. Uh, Harmony loves them. Um, I love that gift card because Andy gave me the gift card, and I thought you could load it into Caesar's betting app. No, you have to actually bet with it like on a Caesar's casino. Oh, really? But now I have to go back to Vegas to use it. How much was it? I don't even know. No, we never knew. 
<laughs> I'm assuming it's 25 to 50 bucks, I think. Gotcha. Yeah. I think I think it was the sec because there was like two or three of those on this wheel, and there was only one spot for an NFL gift card. So I think the NFL yes. gift shop was like a hundred bucks, hundred dollar gift card. Hmm. But you know, those things are rigged, like nobody gets like the cool cool <laughs> stuff unless you're Andy and he lands everybody in front of us got glasses. <laughs> I got glasses. Andy gets a damn gift card. What a yep. jerk. <laughs> it was but, a good time. It's so funny to watch. Uh, I'm going to cut in here, Andy. So funny to watch. There were so many fans standing in line. And this is like line mentality. Like you see a line, you stand in it. Yeah. There's at least like 50 people standing in this line. It's 90 degrees. The sun is just beating down us. There's no shade here. And it's to meet Deuce McAllister. Really? Now, there was a really happy Saints fan who happened to have a Saint a Deuce McAllister jersey with her, and she got it signed. And I was like, good on you, girl. Right. Like, that's the way to do it. And then there was, like, Colts fans and Broncos fans and other fans. I was like, why are you standing in line to meet Deuce McAllister? Right. Yeah. And they kept having, like, these red NFL helmets that they would get signed. And I'm like, are you super excited about an autograph from Deuce McAllister? Yeah. You want to get sunburnt for a Deuce McAllister autograph? You're supposed it, to provide some comedy relief there, Andy. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, I was I was trying to lead into the funniest moment for me was, you know, I was a horrible friend and we went to Arrowhead. I was hoping Pinky would get like you know crap and all this stuff, and everybody's just nice to him. I was really mad about that, but he got it here. Like the funniest thing oh, is, yeah. is, Pinky was a magnet for Seahawks fans. It was the funniest shit ever because we'd be just chilling like. Hey, where do you want to go for dinner? Ah, we'll try this. Like, oh, the draft's been good so far. What do you think of this? Then someone just walks by like, fuck Russell Wilson. He sucks, man. He can't hit anybody. And, of course, Pinky's just like chalk forget gets triggered. And it's like on like Donkey Kong. There's there's this area of the draft. It's pretty cool. It's got every team's NFL helmet bedazzled. Yeah. There are certain bedazzled helmets that look cool as hell. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. They look cool because they're bright, they're shiny, and they're bedazzled. And then each team has like their own locker. So it's like of one of the famous players like Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, uh, Aaron Donald. Like I got pictures of some of Dak Prescott was the Cowboys one, right? And it's just got their jersey and shoes and it's got like what their locker would look like, right? And then they've got like, you know, helmets set up and they've got the Walter Payton Award. And I think they had a Super Bowl trophy and like a couple different things for you to just kind of look at as a fan. They had an NFL draft like uh, logo that you could take a picture with. And they had somebody standing there to, you know, take the picture for you. And um, sure enough, we're in that area and this group of Seahawks fans. And I think a couple of them weren't even like together. Like they weren't actually like a group together they just happen to all be standing in the same place at the same time and i get over there and this dude just starts giving me the stink eye and i was like what's going on and the seahawks fan finally says something and he goes he says something else i was like hey bro do you want a hug and he's like i don't want a hug russell wilson sucks and i was like i just stood there for a moment just 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 baffled like did you just say that (laughs) And then this guy, and I felt like he had been drinking quite a bit already, and it's only 2 o'clock, and he goes on this list and tirade, like 
he's like talking so loud at me and we're right next to each other that like his spit is hitting my face. And he's like, Russell Wilson sucks. He's too short. He missed that throw in the Super Bowl because he's too short. Uh, like he can't hit anybody within 10 yards. His moon ball is great, but everything else sucks. Um, like, and I was just like, I was just, befa- I was just baffled. I was just baffled. And I just literally told him, I was like, dude, you guys haven't drafted well in the last four or five seasons. I was like, besides DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, you guys suck. I was like, I wouldn't want a quarterback there either. And he just like, oh, oh. And he kept like starting to come up with other things and just start like getting mad at me. And I just had to walk away. I literally just had to walk away. So now most Seahawks fans, there was two reactions. There was Russell Wilson sucks. And then there was just like, hey, man, Russell Wilson's great. I hope he does well for you guys. Yeah. And, and I would say, hey, guys, you know what? I just think you guys let go of the wrong guy. Yeah. And those fans would go, absolutely. <laughs> they should have fired Pete Carroll. Right. Not giving up Russell Wilson. Yeah. But as we were walking away from that NFL gallery, Pete and I were walking away because he unites people. We started hearing, see. <laughs> Hawks, see, because <laughs> he got him so pissed off. He talked so much shit. Yeah, no, I, he is not joking. Like these fans from inside the gallery were chanting, "Seahawks, Seahawks!" Crazy man. Yeah, and he happened to get incomplete going in the middle of the Cowboys game. So yeah, I understand. I mean, we got incomplete. There was a lot of us there. It wasn't just me. Funny thing is, Aaron, do you know what they chant at the Bears games now? I had never heard this until this trip. No. <laughs> they yell bear down. Bear, bear bear down. Yeah. Like that's it. Like you get a touchdown, bear down. And I'm like, this just seems so effed up. Cause immediately when I hear that term, I just picture like some poor person getting bent over a barrel. <laughs> I'm just like, bear down, man. Taking, you know, I'm just exactly. Yeah. It's like bear down and take it. Just move on. Or huh. like you know somebody got hurt like oh shit bear down, <laughs> but it's yeah. somebody but they chant that with pride. That's sad. I've never heard it before, but it was it's, so hysterical. I, I'd like sad. someone to explain it. And then it also makes so much sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> Justin Fields got drafted. He's like oh shit bear down. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously, Justin, bear down. Yeah, yeah it was. So it was hysterical, but they said all the time, like, yeah, in this draft, we take so-and-so, bear down. It's like, I don't think they know what that means. Like, I think right. they're using it out of context. Like, yeah. is... Poor, just poor people. That's it. And you yeah. so, that at all. That's <laughs> logical damage, dude. Yeah. Oh, we walked around. It was cool. The rest of the time, we got to see they had, like, the life-sized uh, players where you could put your head in there to look like you were one of them. No. So here, here, let me, let's run this down here. So there's a section by the 40-yard dash, and no, we did not run the 40-yard dash. <laughs> it was hot as shit. I, I was not doing that. I felt like you answered that before you even got there, but go ahead. <laughs> I think Andy wanted to. There was part of Andy that wanted to do that shit. Was it going to actually like, clock you and everything and give yeah. you your official time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody wanted to go for a minute 5.6. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're doing that, and there's these life-size mannequins, and they're kind of like up on one leg, but they've got these footholds. 
but the footholds are like for children. And this lady comes, or maybe maybe it was a guy or a lady, I don't know, I don't remember. They're like, hey, yeah, you can just put your feet up there and stand up there. And I was like, no, no, I can't. So there's pictures of us, and we literally are just standing on our tippy toes, <laughs> our head above the shoulder pads. Yeah, like, it's just <laughs> like the bars there, and we're like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I think people forget how big NFL players are just because they're all around other big people, you know? Oh, yeah. Then, we, you, then you go see them next to an announcer, and that announcer is like our height, but yet they just tower over them. Yeah. It's we just, got to see Evan Neal from Alabama when we came in the first day when we flew in. He was in front of us in line waiting for Ubers. Oh, nice. And he was taller. I don't know he didn't look that big. <laughs> I, know, I was like, I feel like I could take this guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then we got to see. Uh, he had a guy like, with him that was great. like three times our size. Though. Yeah. I don't know who that guy was, but he was gigantic. Yeah. Could have been Fedarian Mathis. We don't know, but he was just big dude. And then we saw, was it Jackson Drake? What am I saying his name wrong? Uh, Drake Jackson. Yeah. Drake Jackson. Damn dyslexia. But yeah, he wasn't he wasn't that big compared to us. So when we saw him, it was like, dude, our calves are bigger than his. <laughs> we see this guy at the airport, and I wanted to say something to him. I just didn't get a chance to. He was definitely having a bad day. Yeah. I don't know if it was because it was like 7:30 in the morning or if his chick that he was with had given him a bad day or something. Like, I don't know. He looked like he was having a bad day. Was it yeah. Luke Willis? It was Drake, Drake Jackson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, he was the 61st pick for the 49ers, I believe. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. yeah, from USC defensive end. Huh. And uh, yeah, he was definitely having a bad day. But <laughs> that was like my thing. I wanted to go up and just say, hey, congrats. I hope you have a great time in San Francisco and leave it at that. Like, I didn't yeah, want to make yeah. a scene or anything. Sure. But I did want to go say something because he, like, he's a guy that looked like his tape looks pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Should be a pretty good player. Yeah. I'm hopeful for him. Opposite Nick Bosa, he's going to be. It'll be fun to watch. So we're walking around. Um, we find the beer garden. We get a beer at the beer garden there. Um, it's like a like eight ounce cup for like twelve dollars. I, I was I was a little upset by that. Now again, and I, I actually sent I got a survey about the NFL draft, and I put that in my survey. Like I would have bought multiple beers if I got like in the stadium. It's thirteen dollars for like a twenty four ounce can. You're charging me $12 for like this eight ounce cup. Like if you want me to spend more money, I guarantee you I'm going to buy a lot more of those beers if they're like $8 than I will if they're 12. Right. And they're bigger, right? If you, if you charge me 12, it's got to be a bigger beer. 16 ounce, 24. They should give you discounts based on where you're coming from, right? Like, hey, they're coming from Colorado. Dude, they're going to drink all day. <laughs> Not going to get wasted. Just let them give them a punch card. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> so it, we we finally were like okay we've kind of seen everything you can do there's a lot of like little things like you could see the super bowl rings you could run the 40 yard dash there was a one that you uh there was one drill that they had like you could run through pads and stuff like they'd give you they pitch you a football and you could run through like a couple sets of pads and stuff and he's like pink you want to do this and i was like <laughs> no <laughs> i was like dude we're bro cool. you're broken down we're struggling walking. You have a limp. My back hurts. And you want to run through drills? I was pumped. There was, no, there was nothing good that was going to happen from that. Right. He's not lying. My right knee was done. So it was funny. 
so yeah that that's when we both like pinky and i pair perfect for oh. traveling buddies we we walked over to uh so the nfl draft theater was set up right so everything you saw on tv was covered right all the people were covered and then there's a there's a barricade and that's where all the people are standing for free right you can go to the draft for free but if you were f- standing there for free you were standing in 90 degree heat in the sun for hours surrounded by people too huh? surrounded by people oh yeah everybody's yep. got their bacon when we got there there was only like three rows of people at the barricade and i'd kind of talked with andy a little bit i was like hey bro do you want to stand here for hours and he was like no i was like good me neither I was like, you want to go back to the room and drink whiskey and watch the draft? Yes. <laughs> so that's, that's how we spent Friday night. We went back to the room, put the draft on. We got a couple. They had a, the, the actual beers at the hotel weren't bad. They were uh, the yeah. big cans for uh, eight bucks a piece. And then if you bought two cans, you got a shot for free. Mm-hmm. Wasn't too bad of a deal. Yeah. So we did that. We watched the draft. Once the draft got over, because they're an hour behind us, I think it got over about nine o'clock Vegas time. Then we went down to Diablo Catina that was in actually in the Mirage, had some food and relaxed, Man. and then went back to the room. Was, Kid, the, was the food not that good or what? Um, it was pretty good. Uh, we got yeah. some guacamole. Um, I got the fajitas. The, the, the problem with the fajitas I had, they give you five tortillas but they only give you enough steak to fill three of them. <laughs> so I had a fourth tortilla with beans and rice and the fifth tortilla I just ate. Yeah, I had the burrito. It was pretty good. I was say chips and guac were pretty good too. But yeah, it's nothing to say that it was like, oh my God, the best Mexican food I've ever had in my life or anything. But it was good. It was solid. Okay. Guac- guacamole was pretty good. The chips yeah. were like the thicker chips. So that, I, I appreciated cool. that. Um, then we just, uh, so we got back to the room. Andy wanted to watch some draft stuff. It was funny. He was probably playing like the chief's press conference for like five minutes. <laughs> and then next thing I know, he's just snoring. <laughs> and I had to wake him up. I was like, Hey bro, you're snoring. Turn that shit off. He turns it off. And then five seconds later, he's snoring again. Oh, I was he, out. he was definitely ready for some sleep. Yeah. That was good. And then that leads in to the last day where we had the VIP. And that was a blast. We woke up early. I don't know who plans this. I know last year in Cleveland, I want to say it was 10 a.m. is when the draft started, I want to say, in Cleveland. In in Vegas, because it's Pacific time, it starts at 9 a.m. So they kind of want VIP to start showing up around 8 a.m. Now, if you've been hanging out till 1130 to 12 o'clock at night, then they want you to show up at 8 a.m. the next day. That's a lot to ask. Horrible. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty bad idea. And of course, so Andy and I get up, we we get around. We're like, okay, we're going to head down there. We're kind of getting excited. We, We go down. And uh, we're walking, and we knew on the wa- there's this walkway between the link, 
I'm not sure what hotel it is next to the link, but there's a little walkway and they've got tons of restaurants and cool stuff down that hall, that, that walkway, real cool stuff. I was like, Oh, there's a Starbucks. Let's hit the Starbucks on the way. We'll be good. Get some caffeine in us. We walk into the Starbucks. It is already like 20 deep <laughs> at like, what was it? Like seven 30. Yeah, I was like, yeah. no, <laughs> dude, that is everywhere in Vegas. It's, yeah, I'm like, who, why? Why is there? Tw- why is it 20 <clears throat> deep at 7 a.m., 7:30? Like that's disgusting. I was trying to find this uh, place that we went. Oh, actually, maybe I'm going the wrong way. Uh, I'm trying to find this place that we went to for breakfast. Oh, Egg Slut. So, have you been there? Uh-huh. No. Oh man, Egg Slut is good. But yeah, we went there probably right around eight in the morning as well too, and we're talking like 60 something people deep. We went to the back of the line only for them to point to where the actual line starts, which was across the room. And I'm like, are you kidding? Um, and yeah, it, it was it was brutal. But that sandwich was so good. I was almost ready to go back in line and just go get another one. dude. It was <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, next time if you guys go there, go to Egg Slut. Definitely tasty. That's a great name. Jeez, right? that's, that's one of those. You just want to get like a hat. And just wear it to like the public school and just be like, no, I mean, I'm getting my kids. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's good. Egg so I will, I will tell anybody listening or watching this later on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, whatever. You got to go VIP. Yeah. Day three VIP is the most cost effective. Yeah. Let's go down the prices here. First day, Thursday night. Thursday night's about three hours. Twenty five hundred. Day two, round two and three. It's about three hours. I think it was two grand. Jeez. Maybe it was fifteen hundred. Maybe might have, may have been fifteen hundred. Now day three last year was five fifty. Day three this year was 750. So that might have been the Vegas upcharge, right? But it's the only way to do it. Unless you're invited into the inner circle. So the inner circle are the folks who are literally like right in front of the stage, but they're done by the seats are by team. So all the Seahawks fans are together, Broncos fans, Bengals, Dallas, you know, all the fans are together. The, the team gets to invite X amount of fans to sit in those seats. If you're not in those seats, you're VIP. That's the only other way to get into the draft theater at this point, right? So we get there. We've got two seats. They're decently sized seats, I'd say. Yeah. Um, there's a big issue, though, from the start. And I left this in my feedback as well. Because I got a survey. Like, everything I did this weekend, I got a survey. I got a survey from Southwest. I got a survey from the Mirage. I got a survey from NFL on location. My feedback for NFL on location, I was like, you cannot have us in seats and not provide cup holders. (laughs) When your beverages are free, your food is free. Like, everything's free. It's part of your $750 that you paid. Yeah. I drank far less Bud Lights this year. Or Trulies, because they ran out of Trulies. Um, because there was no cup holder. 
Yeah. It was such a pain in the ass to try to hold your beer and take pictures and your food or eat food or whatever else you need to do because there was no damn cup holders. Hmm. But the cool thing is like we were like right in the action of everything. Yeah. Go ahead and tell them about it, Andy. I've been talking too much. Oh, no, you're all good, man. The next part I was going to say the lead in is for you. But uh, to explain Pinky's fight with Scott Hansen from ESPN, that was awesome. But I mean, it was it was cool. Tell, tell it was story, actually on TV. But yeah, I'll, I'll save that. But it was we got lucky. Next was was the Seahawks fan who was a legit guy, like Pink said. You know, the whole like we miss cool. him. Pretty His cool was older a, guy. Yeah, Chargers cool guy wearing the bright green, uh, yeah. like the the super bright green Chargers jersey. Yeah. And his son was a Charger fan. We had a great time. There's a band going the whole time. They brought out Vegas acts. Oh. Yeah. So this, all the stuff on day three is stuff you don't see on TV. Yeah. Because they don't show any of it. Like on TV on day three, it's literally the pick is made and then people are talking about the pick, right? You don't see anything that's going on. There's trivia. There's dancing. There's a house band. Like... They are trying to entertain you on day three, which is tough to do when you're talking about there's 150 picks on day two. We're talking 8 a, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah. So that's what, seven hours? Seven hours of draft picks in a row. That is a marathon. Yeah. It's, it's tough, but it is worth doing. Agreed. They the they had a you know what was it a magician came out. They have two hosts, Scott Hansen from ESPN, and then the other girl I forgot her name, but she was out there trying to get music to pump people up, uh, trying to interact with the fans. When the picks came in, it was pretty cool too. They're actually taking people from the the fans and bringing them on stage to do the picks. So it was pretty cool. It was like there was definitely investment when you're there. You're like, oh my god, I can get selected. And, you know, go crazy. They did all kinds of challenges like AFC versus NFC, who could be the loudest. So it was fun. And again, the whole time, everybody's been drinking for free. So nice. it was it was nice. And the food oh, was pretty good. Let, let's let's make sure we tell the story. If you are a VIP, you are drinking for free. Yeah. If you are on the inner circle, you got to get your own food and drink. Oh, yeah. They don't they don't get food and drink for free, my man. They got to pay for that. Oh. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah, we did it right. The inner circle is free. So they've still got to go out. They've got to walk out and get food. They've got to walk out and go to the bathroom. You know, it's kind of, it's a little bit tougher for them, but, hey, they're down front, right? So coolest thing on, on VIP, I feel, and I felt the same way in Cleveland, is the private bathroom. It's all about the small things, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> now, let me, let me set this private bathroom up for you. It's basically a trailer where they've got four urinals. Uh-huh. I believe it's two stalls if you got to poop. And in Cleveland, it was cool. In Vegas, the difference in Vegas, it was it's air-conditioned. That's because they don't want somebody to go die in there. And let me tell, let me yeah. tell you. It was. It wasn't insanely hot. It was ninety degrees, but it's ninety degrees. It's covered 
but you've also got like a couple hundred people in here, right? It got hot. By about 12 o'clock, I was like, yeah, it's hot in here. And when you would walk into that air-conditioned bathroom, it was amazing. It was just like, oh my God, I just want to stand here and pee for as long as I can because the air conditioning just hit me in the face. No hot crotch today. <laughs> There's hot crotch all the time, Aaron. <laughs> it's an affliction. It's like a badge of honor. You just have to own it. It was quite epic. And then, of course, I started messing with Pinky. And I was like, oh, my God, it just met Terrell Davis in the men's room. Like, he's just hanging out signing autographs. So he, <laughs> he says that. And the guys sitting right next to us are literally like, is Terrell Davis in the bathroom? Are you sure? <laughs> and I was like, hey, guys, let me let me help you out here. This dude's full of shit. Yeah. He's like, you so, signed him through a, through a hole in the stall. But, yeah, uh, I know. Exactly. You got to talk in. <laughs> So that was that. And then the next big event is the Scott Hansen. Do you want to start that or do you want me to start it? So let's just say Terrell Davis does play a part in this. <laughs> so that was good foreshadowing, Andy. You go ahead and tell yeah. the story. Well, we'll get, yeah, I'll, I'll get the beginning. This was, okay, I don't it know was Scott, awesome. First off, let's start with who Scott Hansen is because I don't even know who that is. Voice of Red Zone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so if you like watch Red Zone, he's the guy that's like literally talking the whole time. Oh, okay. Yep. I don't I don't know the other Hanson that's from to catch a predator. So <laughs> that's what somebody asked if he was. They said the wrong name. He's like, no, no, that's a different situation. <laughs> but that was awesome. It's a different so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one one funny moment we had before we get into the Scott Hansen thing is they brought up, they were given awards, and they were like, they asked who was the oldest fan, like who was the oldest fan was gonna get an award. And it was hysterical. So this woman said she was like 85. They bring her on the stage. She's a Falcons fan. And again, they're trying to keep everything high beat, you know, high energy. And they ask her, they're like, well, you know, how far, where do you live? She's like, oh, I live in Atlanta. And they're like, oh my God. And you came all the way out here. Who's with you? She's like, oh, I'm all by myself. And the female host makes a joke. She's like, so you're single and ready to mingle. And this 89-year-old woman, without missing a beat, she's like, let's just say I came from Atlanta and I brought my cuffs, but I left my keys. <laughs> I started losing it, cool. dude. So, we, <laughs> so there's a lot of cool stuff that happened. Let, let, let's, let's stay on this real quick, Andy. Yeah. So we did see – so last year in Cleveland, I witnessed a guy proposing to his girlfriend yeah. on stage. They're Chiefs fans. This year, they yeah. got married. They always make the worst picks. <laughs> <laughs> so this year, they got married on stage in Vegas. Oh, right? nice. yeah, yeah. It was a good moment. This, this next one was a good moment, but it was a weird moment. They actually did enlist 10 people into the military on stage. Mm-hmm. Never been done before in a live event. Huh. Okay. They took their military oath on the draft stage in front of us. Kind of weird. It was it was cool because you're like, yeah, you know what? They're 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 joining the military. And then you're also just like, these guys are all young and they're full of hope, and now they're joining the military. <laughs> in front of us. Like it, you know. <laughs> They made that decision already, but now you're in front of us taking your oath of getting into the military. 
it was a it was it just seems like a weird setting for it it was a good moment but a weird moment as it, well didn't they have like a big ukraine thing too i don't know about that oh i saw I like i saw that. a video of it yeah oh so, dang yeah and then um they had a magician uh piff the dragon oh yeah, yep. yeah he's a big performer in vegas yeah dude he was hilarious oh yeah piff's awesome hilarious he actually like took uh the so there was Scott Hansen and there was this other chick that she was there in Cleveland too. I guess she does some side stuff for the NFL, but she's like to keep the energy up. Like she's a little bit more positivity, keep the energy up, bouncy. And he took her ring and he put it in like dog food. <laughs> and then he had this dog like eat the dog food. And then he had her, had it kind of like eat her ring. Like I, I don't think he ate her ring, but right. they pretended like. He <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh my god, she he ate your ring." Well, that's okay. We'll give him a laxative. <laughs> Gives him a laxative, puts a bag. He's like, "On the count of three, we're gonna have him poop in the bag." <laughs> and then, sure enough, like poops in the bag, or you know, whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, "You have to dig in here and get your ring," and she digs in. And pulls out her ring. And she was just like, this is disgusting and amazing at the same time. Yeah. I'd yeah. be like, no. Piff <laughs> <And he laughs> messed with her, too, because she was holding the dog up in the air so he could put the bag under. He's like, wait a minute. He's stuck. He won't poop. You need to squeeze him. So she literally <laughs> squeezes the chihuahua. Like, you see her like, and she's like, oh, my God. And then they pull out of the bag was an egg, and he had put the ring in oh, the yeah. egg. egg. Yeah. But then she cracks it, and of course the ring's covered in egg yolk and everything. Like that. Dude, that was crazy. Like, it was a cool yeah. stunt. It was a cool trick. Yeah, he so, was yeah, on the teller like four times. He won, or I don't know if he won, but he was like top three or something like that. And like he did some cool American stuff. So that's talent. like some of the cool stuff you'll see on day three that you don't see on TV. Sure. Yeah. Like they don't. They just don't. Sh- like I think that stuff. Would be more fun on TV than the the like the analysts talking draft picks yeah. on day three, because the analysts are like talking, and but you as the fan, you don't know anything about these guys, so whatever. So why not like show some fun stuff, right? Right. Yeah. I did. I did see Andy. I don't know if you saw the clip that I sent you on YouTube. I did see a clip, and they were talking about the Broncos picks, and then they did like an overhead zoom of the draft theater, and you could mm-hmm. see. And you and the Seattle Seahawks guy. Yep, yep, yep. I watched that. It's all you said it was around two minutes. Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. That was cool. And then, so getting back to Scott Hansen, go ahead and tell it, Andy. Yeah. So the Scott Hansen thing was awesome. So they're doing trivia. He asked the question, um, how many, he was like, since 1990, name a quarterback that has played in a playoff game for the Raiders. They're six. started. The playoff Already, game. Yeah. The Raiders. So he goes through it, and they nail the Raiders fans come up, get the easy ones, and there's one left. And he then goes, and Pinky's like jumping him down because Pinky knows he's amazing at the trivia. He's no, there jumping. I'll be honest. I had Googled by this point. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So he, Dude, he this was hard. This one was yeah. hard. Because they, they got all the easy ones. Five are gone. It's down to the very last one, and it's all over. He, he pans over. He's like, is that a Terrell Davis jersey? And he's interested because Pinky's wearing the cool basketball Terrell Davis jersey. And even though I make jokes that he meets men in bathrooms, that's not true. I still think Terrell Davis is a very good player. That's a disclaimer. 
<laughs> I don't want anyone to get confused and start going to mail rooms, you know, bathrooms looking for Trail but Davis. <laughs> again, I did find out one of the cool things about like the people who wear weird stuff at the draft are the people that get kind of picked out. Yeah. And I'm for sure. this is a basketball jersey that's Terrell nice. Davis, so it's a little bit weird. Yeah. And throwback. He loved the throwback jerseys. So Scott Hansen sees Pinky like going nuts and he's like, All right. You know, we're going to go to the Broncos fan. And, of course, get, we're in Raider Nation. I'm so excited. The mic is in front of my face. The camera is in front of my face. Go, Andy. And he walks in the whole time. He's getting ready. So he asks the question again. And then right before he has a chance to say anything, he's like, no, I'm just kidding. I can't do that. We're in Raiders Nation. I got to get a Raiders fan, too. There's a guy in so- spikes down here. I got to <laughs> ask that guy. <laughs> he yanks it away. Pinky's completely pissed. You start here. what the? <laughs> just starts cussing all this stuff and of course by this point the mic has moved away so everybody in our section was rooting for him because again when you're in a section it's like you feel together yeah, so everybody's yeah. like boo oh my god that's messed up f you scott hansen that's horrible like and then he's like dude these raiders fans have spikes on their shoulders i can't do it so he goes back to the raiders fan asks a fan and he gets it wrong so then he he taunts him. Scott's like, you know what, guys? If you can't get it, I'm going back to the Broncos fan. I'm going right back. So he asks one more guy, and it's like, dude, no way. He hasn't Googled it, just like Pink said. Yeah. No way. And, and and these guys are like decked head to toe. These are the super fans. Right, right. And he gets it wrong. And he misses. And this time, like, the whole R section just erupts, and everybody's going nuts and crazy. Because you've been sitting for, like, five hours at this point and drinking, like, just – Lots of beer, so everybody's just like, ah, ah, and the can that all comes back, and of course, Pinky nails it, and it's like that triumphant moment, you know, like just that winning moment where you see Pinky, and it was the coolest thing, you know. He lifts the helmet in the air, he's got his you know Broncos you know tattoo high in the air, holding the trophy, just like, oh, the cool thing would have been if he said like, drop the mic and drop the helmet, but. So he's sitting there, and everybody's going nuts. Everybody's clapping. I mean, it was one of those moments. Scott Hansen could have asked for a better moment. Yeah, yeah that's the helmet right there. It was, yeah. it was hysterical. He nails it. He gets it. And then Pinky was famous. Like afterwards, Good. people are like, Do you and know him? people coming up and wanting to take pictures with me. And- <laughs> yep. Not joking. Not joking. It was like thirty minutes <laughs> after the event. People are just like. Do you know if he'll kiss my baby? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he will. I'm pretty sure. If you go there right now and get in line, like, he will kiss your baby. Like, it's okay. I got pictures with the Raiderette. <laughs> yeah. hey, he milked it, dude. He was, he was walking around. Yeah, we went places. And he just lifted the helmet. Do you know who I am? Right. You know, he did the, is there anyone else? You know, classic line from Troy. He did the red. Is there no one else? <laughs> it it felt pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. That's hilarious. It was awesome. He got a great got picture. Booed. I got booed pretty bad right before <laughs> he took the mic away. So the boos were raining down. Yeah. And for him, like for me then to get the chance to answer the question and then get it right. Was like that vindication. I wonder yeah. if there's a video out there of it. No. I've got oh, I it was, of me answering it. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. It's just it not was, great quality. Yeah, hmm. it was awesome because then he he lifts it triumphant moment. Yeah, it was crazy. He's I got had, the picture I of him it, lifting. I put it. it in in this hand with my tattoo <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> I had the the cameras on me and people taking pictures. Uh, one of the guys that was working the event came over. He had a Broncos draft hat on. 
And he was just like, he started asking me questions about like my fandom, and he's like, that was just yeah. so cool, man. Yeah, it was a cool moment, definitely I did, for sure. I didn't feel like a rock star, that's I did. Awesome. So that's like that was before the seventh round. The seventh round, I'm not gonna lie. That was day three, right? Day three, yeah. Yeah. The seventh round of the draft is literally an endurance test because the people serving drinks stop coming to you. <laughs> yeah. They died out. And then you're sitting there with no drinks, no water, hanging out. There's still 40 picks to 62 picks to go. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely an endurance test. So yeah, they slam it. They do the Mr. Irrelevant when they bring him on stage. Everybody starts taking pictures to show that they made it to the end. And it was crazy cool. Then they break down the stage for DJ Marshmallow to come on and do his concert. So right before Marshmallow gets on, all the, like I couldn't even believe it, but all the people we were hanging out with all day, we are just taking pictures for like 30 minutes. Yeah. We are talking. We're having a good time. We're taking pictures. And I will say, if you are an NFL fan, the draft is just a, such a different experience. Yeah. Because at a game, it's you versus the opponent's fans. And you might meet some cool fans. You might meet some douchebags. At the NFL draft, like, everybody's got hope. There are a couple douchebag fans that you'll meet at the draft. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But there's just a lot of cool fans. And, like, once they realize that you're not a douchebag, they open up, they talk about their team, they talk about your team. It is so much fun. And not average fans can't do that. Like you have to be an NFL super fan to be able to be there and talk about somebody else's team as well as you talk about your own team. Right. right? And that's, what's really cool. Cause like a lot of these fans that we were hanging out with all day were super fans. Yeah. That was what was really cool. Like that's just such an experience that you don't get anywhere else, but the draft. Especially yeah, if you're going to get through seven hours. All of them have nerded out on the draft picks. They all have who they wanted and went to other teams. So people will tell you like, oh, my God, that guy that you just drafted, I love him. He's amazing. Check this. Look this. Everybody's just, again, you're a fan of the NFL more than you're a fan of your team when you're going to these events. Because you've now stepped out of, I guess, the range of just doing the normal thing like waking up, having you know, having an excuse to drink a beer is watching a football game. So you're you, actually watching you want if if you jump on facebook and you look at our photos that we took and we posted you'll see a lot of photos at the end of the draft that's just us you know i got one with a houston fan these this houston fan was flying solo she was all dressed up it was cool and she was wearing coconut shells as a bra hmm. and then we were we had saints fans behind us that were cool this dude yeah. was at least 55, at least, maybe 60. This dude had energy like nobody else, man. Dancing the whole time. Around yeah. seven, he's still dancing and having a good time. Like, I want to be yeah. that dude when I grow up. And then um, Marshmallow was just amazing. As I put on Facebook, I didn't know Marshmallow hit this hard. <laughs> Like, I had a freaking fantastic time. And I was not drunk at this point because the drinks had stopped coming like an hour beforehand. And then you guys met Roger Goodell again, I see. Yeah. We, did meet the, we met Roger, that's probably within the first hour. 
Oh, nice. The draft? Yeah. He left pretty quick. Yeah. 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 He, so he, it was funny. He got bogged down because it was, everybody was taking pictures with them. And then everybody realized that he would sign, like, if you were a VIP, How bad, dude. if you were VIP, <laughs> you got a football as, a, as one of your gifts. And I'll show you the football. It's nice. It's nice football. Wait, did he sign it? So he, he would sign it for a lot of people. He did not sign this one because I was like, I don't really need Roger Goodell's signature on a football. That's, uh, that's true. <laughs> like, I don't think I can really sell that for much. So, like, I wasn't yeah. really worried about that. Meeting him this time without a mask and with Andy was, I thought, was more than enjoyable. Yeah. And but people would realize, like, oh, he'll sign the ball. And the ball came with a Sharpie pen. So everybody <laughs> like went up. They finally had to shut the line off. Like he will not take any more. What was cool about that is there was a Seahawk fan. He's the Seahawks super fan. And he was decked out. He was blinged out. And he had a jacket on. The jacket literally had Goodell on it and said, the pick is in. Hmm. And he tried to get in line. And the security guy was like, no. And sure enough, he like got Roger's attention, showed him the jacket. And the security guy was like, fine, we'll let you in. And he got it signed, which was really cool. Yeah. But yeah, Roger Goodell did that last year in Cleveland. He meets the fans. Um, he walked around and met the fans. That was cool. Um, back to Marshmallow. Freaking awesome. I've been to over 100 concerts. I will. I will say that. I will say energy-wise and how much fun I had, that was definitely in my top 10. Hmm. Like, it was crazy good. And there was a lot of songs that he would lead in with, you know, Bon Jovi. He led in with um, Queen. He led in with a couple of different... And, like, and then when he drops the beat, it just... And it might have been because we were on, like, man-made like man-made floor that the beats hit so hard through that floor that it was just, it was just awesome. It was just a good time. Had nothing to do with alcohol. Huh? Uh, I was pretty, we had sweated, sweated it out. Yeah. We had sweated <laughs> it out. Now it might've been about the gorgeous woman in front of us shaking her booty. Like that definitely helped me have a good time, but um, it was great. The um, I will say after the draft, before marshmallow they were bringing out um whatever they had left in the back to hand out as gifts they were just given out and i happened to grab a cincinnati like i thought it was a cleveland browns hat at the time happened to be a cincinnati Bengals hat that i ended up getting for free mm -hmm. there was no Bengals fans in our area so i felt okay taking this hat there was no Browns fans in our area, so I felt okay taking the hat. And um, ended up being able to, as Andy and I walked back from the draft, and this may have been like one of the few moments I didn't feel sore or tired or just like, like man, I'm old. I felt so pumped up. But I was like, Andy, if you see a Bengals fan, let me know. Tell him, Andy. So, yeah, so we, were, we kept looking and we couldn't find anybody at first, but then that alley he was talking about, that's insane, where it's just crazy cool. Caleb! <laughs> <laughs> we walked through there, and there's just a ton of everything. Oh, man. 
there's fans everywhere. And then Pinky found this uh, older couple decked out. They were together. You could tell, like, they've been Bagels fans their whole lives. And it was pretty cool. He got to give it to them, and that was awesome. So it's definitely going to be a love so, cat. Let me, let me, nice. What happened was we saw a guy, and he's like, hey, there's a Bengals fan. They're walking into a restaurant. I run over, and he's got a Joe Burrow, like, hat or something on. I was like, hey, man, are you a Bengals fan? He's <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, did you buy a draft hat? Because I don't want to give it to him if he already had it, right? He's like, no. I was like, do you want one? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I start pulling it out. He pulls out his wallet to like give me money. And I was like, no, man. Just take it. It's yours. Have a good time. Yeah. So I felt good in that moment. Like I paid it forward <laughs> a little bit. Caleb, what's up, bro? What up, fellas? Chilling. How's Looking it going? Haggard. Going in Disney World, my man. Dude, it was a long day, my man. Whew. But I saw Wait. you guys were live, so I figured I'd jump on and say hello. Oh hell yeah, dude! Awesome. Did you get to ride. <laughs> what was your favorite ride today? What'd you get to do? Everything. 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 Dude, I'm not kidding. We Zach looked at it. We did over twelve thousand steps. <laughs> so. Who knows what that is in miles, but those, oh, are, yeah. those are minor numbers, dude. Yeah, right. That's awesome. <laughs> we we did eleven thousand between eleven o'clock and two a.m. I'm just saying because Pinky yeah, didn't you change. Were on the strip. Of course you did. He didn't change the Google from driving to walking, so it had to go around the road. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes were made. Okay, it's his, it's his way of calling me fat. He's like, "Yeah, it's, it's eight minutes away," and I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome. Let's go." Yeah, I got catfish. You know, it's, uh, you know it's bad when Google Maps is like, "Nah, you're walking, dude." <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Rise <laughs> of the resistance. That was that was the one. That that thing was well worth the wait. Oh, what's yeah. up? Who's that guy in the back? He looked pretty good. Yo, well, we got to go. Apparently, we're being too loud. So I'm going to hop off. But you fellas are the the shiznits. And I hope you fellas have a wonderful evening. And to anybody else listening, peace out, people. All right. Thank you. you. You guys have a good evening. Later, boys. Later. That's cool, man. So that was, uh, I mean, that was the draft. Like I said, I recommend VIP day three if you can do it. Um, what we, we, we did uh, for dinner after the draft, we did Hash House a Go-Go. Oh, I've heard good things about that. It's good. Good. It's yeah. good. Dude, I'm so hungry. We almost done. We're almost done, bro. We need, we need, to, get some, we need to get some food, bro. Yeah, I'm hungry. Some food. I'm not joking. Um. We did uh so after Hash House of Go Go, you know, we went back to the hotel, we chilled chilled out for a little bit. Um, we did not do any gambling on the trip because Andy's not much of a gambler. <laughs> but we had a great time. And yeah. it was it was a special time because I got to spend it with my best friend in Vegas talking NFL, meeting random people talking NFL like all week. That was just so freaking cool. So if you're an NFL fan, it's, it's you got to do it. You got to do the draft. Next year's in KC. Come out and hang out with us. We will yeah. have a good time. Oh, um, yeah. 
So I think Andy's got one other cool story to tell about our trip back as we got to the airport. Oh, before he jumps in, I will say. We get to the airport. It's about 7 o'clock, 7.30. We're getting coffee. We saw a lot of gorgeous women while we were there. There were a lot of women. Like It's 7 o'clock at night, walking the strip, and they're dan- They're like already in clothes, like ready to go to the club. It was crazy. But at the airport, I saw a woman there. She was like six foot. She was wearing like a Lululemon like track suit with curves to kill that was just gorgeous i was just like oh my god (laughs) that was she was quite attractive i was having a conversation i actually was going to ask you about playa because i sit there i got lost i random things catch my eye Mm -hmm. we were sitting at this coffee shop and the thing says single origin Mm -hmm. and i'm like why the fuck would that matter? Why does it matter with, where it's from? It's it's one beginning. I get it. Cool. All beans come from the ground. One origin. I get it. Like So I have no idea. I had to ask Aaron, the guy in front of us, because I was making that joke to Pinky, and he's just like, it means it's just one bean. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, basically. So, I mean, you'll have like blends, right? So you'll mm-hmm. you'll, you'll mix one uh, one with another. The other thing, though, that single origin can also mean, though, is that if I say, hey, this bean is from Ethiopian uh, or an Ethiopian bean, mm-hmm. that's, that's a pretty big country, right? Um, so <laughs> normally what they mean typically as well is that all the beans come from the same field. So the okay. same yield. So you don't you don't intermingle, you know, the different ones as well. Um, you know, you see that a lot with like uh, with whiskeys and, and things like that, right? That they're all pull it just from the one farm, get either yeah. using, yeah. So that's the other thing that single origin can mean. It kind of depends on how they're phrasing it, but um, okay. yeah, you don't want a bunch of like different farms like mixing up their beans because all of them have a, their own distinct taste. So if you have like kind of random beans from random places, you can either get a really weird kind of tasting cup of coffee or you might get something phenomenal. You never know. But uh, yeah, anyways, that's what single origin is. No, that was it. I I was like, is this some scheme to like, you know, where good places sell like (laughs) the ends of the shitty beans to other places and they can just make their coffee taste better? I was like, so this protects you. And it's more expensive. I was like, I guess additional processes. But yeah, that, that cracked me up. I had never known. So I always love learning little nerd things yeah. like that. But before we got the coffee, the story Pinky's referencing was we go through security once again. Uh-huh. And it's just hysterical because the Vegas airport is no joke. They take that serious. There's guys with guns on the hips. They're pointing at you. You have to walk two together as they have a drug dog go in front of you. As you're walking, they bring one behind you. It was intense. I felt like a step behind the person I was walking with. And they said, sir, keep in line, sir, keep it going. And it, it's horrible because after working the Humane Society, every time I see a dog, it's just automatic response. Hey, mopper. Like, that's just it. And of course, they're like, what's this guy trying to fuck the dogs with? Hans got something in his hands. And I'm just like, I'm fat. I'm just trying to pet the dog. Like, so it was, yeah, we got eyeballed. And then that's when we saw Drake Jackson uh, having a horrible time. Poor guy. Hopefully he got better. And then we go through security again. And again, you know, it's like, put your bags in. We go through all that. Yeah. I get out. You know, Pinky got in line first. I get in line second. And I'm done. I turn around and look. And there's poor Pinky again. There's, <laughs> they're searching through his bag. They're going through everything. Okay. It was not hot crotch this time. Yeah, I was gonna, was another hand job yeah. from TSA? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the VIP treatment's real. 
they pulled it out and he got flagged for the stupid ESPN meat rub. So they poke look at his helmet. That is so hilarious, right? First yeah. time he's an actual hand job from TSA, then he gets the meat rub. Yeah, exactly. I know. And they they break the seal because we never opened it because yeah. we're not fucking cooking, you know. So like they break it all open, they put it out. Pink says they're running tests on it. They're trying to like check the content, and it's like he has an NFL draft helmet. We're both carrying bags that say like NFL draft on them. Right. Where's the conspiracy? You know, like, I, I literally told the lady, I was like, hey, if you just need to throw it away, that's fine. Like, I got it for free. Like, I am not concerned with this. Right. Yeah. And it was just priceless to see Pinky get searched once again. But they didn't do, like, the crotch check like last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just hysterical. So the whole point was, like, wow, Pinky has such bad luck. Every time I'm in out, everything's easy. Right. It was a joke. But Pinky has, like, terrorist written all over his face. It's the profile, man. It's the profile. It fits the profile. So like, yeah. <laughs> like was, this is the leader of the uncells right I, here. <laughs> it was my fault. I was having a hard time repacking everything because I bought a lot. And then um I had I could only put this helmet in my backpack that I brought because it's so big. Yeah. And um I didn't buy this helmet because this was four hundred dollars at the NFL shop. Jeez. Right. So I, I want it and I'm like, okay, I put it in my backpack. Well, to conserve, I, it, it just barely fit in the backpack. Like it was straining, but to conserve space, I was like, oh, if I turn it over, I can actually put stuff inside the helmet. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I put the rub inside the helmet yeah, thinking, yeah. oh, that's a great idea. Sure. Yeah. No, not a good idea. Did you at least get to keep your rub? I did. Oh, okay. She, she tested it and it came back negative. So she was, like, <laughs> <laughs> told you, man. That's what they did with my brother, swabbing his hands and everything. Yeah, man. that was a hot crotch. Yeah. They swabbed my, they swabbed my hands on the hot crotch. <laughs> <laughs> He's hiding explosives. <laughs> <laughs> they accuse you of like jerking off with Benadryl or what is that? Ben <laughs> <laughs> man. It'll get you flagged for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will definitely remember this trick. Trip. Forever. I will definitely remember it forever. Such a good time. I'm looking forward to next year in KC. Anybody who wants to come, let us know. We'll be more than yeah. happy to have you out. It's going to be a good time. The barbecue yeah. sounds awesome. Um, Dude, we didn't even do barbecue last time. We did a chicken place. Oh, that was amazing. You remember the I, name of Candy? No. They, they told us my, uh, my Uncle Dixon was like or my cousin dixon was like you gotta try this you can peel the skin off like a chip it'll just break off i didn't get that vibe but it was still good yeah it was so we got curious that's what i was like oh my god i gotta try this because i love chicken so when we we got there it was really really good and then pinky found a random beer too that was really good there gus's world fan fried chicken that's it it was it was fantastic. I'm not a chicken person though. I'd, uh, I'd be chasing down some barbecue for sure. They weren't open. they weren't open like it's the Gus's fried chicken is right next to one of the barbecue places. Mm-hmm. The barbecue place isn't open on Sunday. Uh, and then we can do Mean Mule again, Andy. Oh, that was phenomenal. Their tequilas were amazing. Oh, dude, so, we got we got so hammered. And I'm a tequila. Yeah. Guy, so. Oh, they they had amazing drinks. Their they have uh, like water. Yeah, their Paloma there will get you messed up. Yeah. 
but yeah, Aaron, you'll have to come with us. It was just like Pinky said, when you're with your best friend, which I mean, both of us were, it was just a blast. I mean, Pinky and I travel so well together because we're not trying to go crazy. We're not trying to break the house down. We're both huge nerds for the game. Yeah. And we just had a blast. I mean, we just, everything went well because we didn't care. There was no like, we have to check this museum and look here and go here and do this. Like, we're just walking around like, cool if we make it sweet. If not, it's all good, man. We definitely yeah. ran into some football douches out there. But for the most part, most fans were just good people. Yeah. Yeah. No. The Raiders fans were awesome. And actually being there, like we got a lot of dirty looks. But by the end of the tour, they were all nice to us. They're asking us like, hey, will you take a picture? Hey, will you have like there? It was fine. Dude. So there was this old guys behind us, like really old. Like one dude had like a World War II veteran helmet <laughs> or something. Or maybe it was maybe it was Vietnam. He had like the hat on. Like it was I'm serious. And they asked Andy to take a picture, and it was this wall that had like a bunch of like Raider stuff on it. He got on the floor, like literally on the floor, to take this picture to try to get as much of the 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 Muriel as yeah. possible. Yeah, like it was crazy. But again, we're just good guys. We love football. It, yeah. You know, doesn't matter what team you like. We love football. Yep. Yeah, our last trip was very forgettable, Pinky. So uh, it sounds like you had I, way more fun. You know, the I, Cowboys game. I, I think there was some good stuff in that trip. I still think there was good stuff. We had some great um, whiskey sours. You know, I I compartmentalized it and just let a lot of it just come away. So I got to hang out and meet your brother and listen to him. It's true, right? Um, I got Whataburger. I enjoyed it. I got Yingling. I enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it was a good trip. I'm just saying. Yeah, it was alright. <laughs> alright. Andy, what, what's, what's, the, what's the last words? What do you want to say? What's the last thing about the draft? Man, it, just like Pinky stated, if you're a fan of the game and you truly enjoy it, you've got to treat yourself and do it once or twice. It is. It makes it so personal because the guys that get drafted while you're there, it is a very personal experience to be in the room as your team makes the announcement. It was crazy cool. It makes you feel included. Um, it's hard to believe that these 12 or 10 picks the Chiefs had aren't going to all be amazing. Because every draft, you know, at certain points, it's all wasted. But when you're there, oh, my God, everything seems awesome. The last guy we drafted, I think he's going to be fine. But he may get washed out. But when you're there, it is such an experience and a memory. And you're just surrounded. It's like going to start, you know, a Star Wars con when Dude, you're a Star fan. It's just I'm, I'm pretty sure the Chargers fan we were hanging out with yeah. would be a fan like me and him will talk for life. Yeah. He's 29. He's a Chargers fan. We we follow the same hot Chargers fans on Twitter. <laughs> like we will we're going to be good friends. Nice. Yeah. That's just cool. a great time. Just being with like-minded people and enjoying it. And that's as you guys know that's the magic. Yes, sir. Very cool. All right. I think that's a wrap for this week. I did have a lot of stuff to say about what actually happened oh, in the draft. The actual draft, yeah. But we'll wait till Caleb gets back for that. Yeah. That's fine. That works. Well, Andrew, glad you're able to join us, man. Hey, always. Hey, love you, buddy. Love always love you, too. So we out? We're out. All right. Somebody's got to say it. <laughs> Peace. I'm thinking about food now. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with that.